What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast, episode 11 for January the 19th. I'm your host, the Dark Knight of PlayStation. Where's the drop? Where's the drop? And to my right over here, switch places, is the Dark Horse of Xbox. Wait, the, of Xbox? <laughs> Michael Ponerero. How you doing, Michael? <laughs> I'm doing good after that. <laughs> Oof. I haven't heard your Batman where's the, where's the bomb or whatever in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. As you can tell, this is gonna be a it's gonna be a fun show. Oh. I'm feeling good so far. I got root beer with me. There you go. So I got I got lots of energy. It feels like it's been a while since we've done this, but it, I realize it it's like, like a week. Time. Yeah, it's only been a week, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a long week. I would say probably. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly enough, like the the weeks go by relatively fast. Like they have weird little like periods in my school schedule now. Mm-hmm. But when we get to the end of the week, I'm just like, man, I don't even know how the week just finished already. Yeah. Soon it's gonna be months, and then years, and then our death. You know? Oh man, that, for me, like that. for me, it's like soon it's gonna be like another like two months, and then I take boards, and I'm just like, nope, not oh, ready for that man, yet. It's so, come by super fast, man. Oh, but you guys in here come here to talk about school stuff. You came here to talk about video games because mm-hmm. it's the Bros and Consoles podcast coming to you each and every weekend. Usually on Saturdays, probably it's gonna be a more set thing, but no promises there. Yeah, no promises there. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you promises to talk about games and things we love, but not a set date. No. Sorry, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for next week, because I work all weekend, so. Oh, man, yeah. I'll figure something out. Yeah, and I mean, I think, oh, yeah, actually, I'll be in school all next weekend, so we will we'll we'll, find we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll find out when we're going to do it. It'd probably have to be Friday, I would assume, but even that's tough, because I'm going to be at school till like, 10 on Friday, so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll work it out. Later. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But moving um, into the podcast, I've got a little bit of housekeeping slash corrections. If you guys have any burning reader questions, listener questions, I always say reader in my head and I forget it's that people kind are listening. Of the, kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. It's like moving They're away from like the, the written medium going into the listening medium. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback feel free to email us at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. All spelled out, no spaces, no underscores. We don't do any of that. But, yeah, just straight up. Um, One more uh, piece of housekeeping. So, no submissions for the the question that we put out last time. So I guess that means I can take it, right? No, no. I mean, it's (laughs) it's my money, so (laughs) I assume it just means I get to keep my money. (laughs) But I'll, I'll leave it out there for, let's just say, one more week. If if it's if it goes un unemailed and stuff for one more week, then I'll just close it down because I'm not gonna have this thing like weighing out for like years to come, and then someone's like, "Hey, hey in episode way, in episode ten, you guys requested this," and I'm like, "Sir, it's episode 150 now. <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> but yeah, I'll leave that out there. If you need a reminder, go back and listen to the end of episode ten, and you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no freebies, no nope. freebies here. Not today. Not today. Or ever. Um, or ever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, one more thing um, in the docket there for corrections. Only one correction. And I was listening last night, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I messed up that part. Um, I said Priscilla for the name of the dancer in Octopath Traveler. Oh, is it not Priscilla? Primrose. Oh, see, I've yeah. played Octopath in a long time. I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even notice. Yeah, so her name is Primrose. She's the dancer. And then I think I also called um, the... One of the other characters I didn't have, um, I didn't know the name of, so that wasn't a correction thing. His name is Alfin, apparently. Okay. Um, but he is not an alchemist. He is a 
something else that starts with an A. I forget now. <laughs> See, that's 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 <laughs> what happens. Arcanine. Now I'm just gonna look it up. He so he still works with like potion. Oh, apothecary. Got it. Didn't apothecary. have to look it up. Okay. Put that in the record, boys and girls. Didn't have to look it up. Um, yeah, he's an apothecary, not an alchemist. Okay. They do relatively the same, same things. Thing, right. But All right. Just little little things. Yeah. Know? I like I like to throw in the corrections. I feel like it. it keeps us accountable. Yes. You know? That way we can't just say things that are factually incorrect and just be like, yep, that's the truth, guys. I feel like we'll do that anyway, though. <laughs> it's possible. This is an opinion-based show anyways. But yeah, moving straight into segment one. What have you been playing, Michael? A lot more than I have been recently. Ah, okay, okay. After I broke that uh, resolution, yeah, just opened yeah. the floodgates, you know. Um, and it's been, I would say, like ninety-eight percent of it, of it's been like Xbox games. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I played uh, Yakuza Kiwami two a little bit earlier. Oh, okay, week, okay. Like on a Monday. But uh, other than that, it's been. Um, oh, and uh, Resident Evil two. Oh, the the. Not not the yeah, remake. Not you played the, the one the shot. One shot demo. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? Super good. Oh yeah, fantastic. I will buy the game. I'm thinking day of, one. Are you now? If I, if I have the money, day one. Then okay. Because yes. I was gonna say because it comes out next week. Yes. Yeah. So next week Friday. It now, all depends. Are you gonna be getting since since obviously the same amount of price for both? You getting Resident Evil Two or are you getting Kingdom Hearts? Oh shoot! I forgot about Resident yeah. Evil. Or Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts Three comes out four days afterwards. That's why. No, probably. I won't be getting Kingdom Hearts 3 day one. Okay, you heard it here, folks. More than likely. Gotcha. Um, Unless, no, no, no. I won't be getting my actual (laughs) actual first paycheck. Unless I sell my liver, (laughs) then it's possible. (laughs) Possible. Once I get officially paid, my full-on paycheck, and if I have money left over, I'll buy Kingdom Hearts 3 then. Okay, okay. But most likely uh, Resident Evil 2, because that that one shot was so, Mm -hmm. so good. Oh, yeah, real good. But, uh... Other than that, I've been playing. I tried uh, played a little bit of Gears of War three. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I saw the achievements pop up when yeah, you played. Yeah, it's 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 good. More Gears of War, uh-huh. little different than one and two. Like you can see the graphics are a little bit better and yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, like came out like what two or three years after I think number so, two. Yeah, gameplay's gameplay's a little bit better. Shooting's a little more accurate and feels more fluid and stuff. Still heavy like Gears is. Uh-huh. But it should be should be fun. Okay. Um, and then I, I played a bunch of little minor games. I played uh, Coin Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. From I Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass. But yeah, I like Adult Swim games. I'll try it. Oh, it's, I didn't know it was an Adult Swim game. Yeah. yeah okay. It's it's fun collecting coins. Mm-hmm. Each like there's different stages, kind of like a Mario Super Mario World. Like oh okay. The maps yeah. like you go to each stage like that kind of thing, and you. Mm-hmm. Each stage you go to, more you have to collect more coins in a certain amount of time and stuff, and there's bad guys uh, and stuff. Okay. It, 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 from the looks of things, it looked like a platformer kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Okay. In a sense, yeah. But there's a time limit, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Time limit to get all the certain amount of coins you need in that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, played Westerado Double Barrel, another Adult Swim oh. game. Oh, that's Adult Swim too. Yeah. Oh, okay. They make pretty good games. Yeah, yeah. But surprisingly, very simple, very, very simple game. Hmm. But in a good way or bad in a good way, way. good oh, way. Okay. You're based. It's in the West, and you're. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but you're a. Are you like a cowboy? You're a or cowboy where his family gets wronged or whatever, and you have to go find the person who wronged his family. Oh, okay. Go okay. throughout the town and explore the map and stuff. Huh. But the funny thing is, the dialogue's really good. Yeah, yeah. And you can bust your gun out at any point to anybody. Yeah, any I heard. Dialogue. I heard about that. That There's sounds fun. There's certain situations. Oh, there was one. There was a, oh, there was one point. I was in a saloon, and there was this girl. I kept talking and talking and talking. Oh, jeez. What am I going to do? I 
I was like, okay, I can just pull out my gun. I pulled out my gun. She's like, okay, okay, I get your point. I'll stop talking. And she walked away. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Small little things like that like will change oh the dialogue and stuff. Okay, that's fine. That's but it's fine. it's a really simple game. You can beat it really fast depending on yeah, depending like how on how much stuff you do. On what you do. And you're supposed to find um, what the person who wronged your family looks like. And doing uh, certain missions, they'll give you fine. clues. Mm-hmm. So if you do all those first and you, and you randomly find the guy. Yeah. Because you can point your gun and say, like, oh, it was you. It was you. It was you. To, like, everybody. Oh, like, oh, I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't do it. But if you find the right guy, he'll run away and you'll have to do that boss fight and stuff. Oh, interesting. But there's a bunch of side missions you can do and unlock mm. new guns and stuff. So so then that sounds to uh, me like, uh, um, am I right in saying that it's a randomly generated bad guy each time that you play it? Because I imagine it can't be the same I don't, looking person every time you do it. Otherwise, you'd be able to speed run it like immediately. That's true. I I think it is randomized. Oh, nice. Okay. Like what he looks like, his color of his pants, his shirt, his hat, or whatever mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and it's it's like what like eight bit <coughs> kind of mm-hmm. style art. Yeah. So I really, assume it's, really it's pretty cool. easy to like change up the palettes just to make it look like a different person. Yes, and right. change like the pointy of his hat and stuff, uh, no tie and stuff, kind of like that. Nice. It's, cool. it's really really fun. Okay. Okay. Um. Next game I jumped into, oh, We Happy Few. Oh, yeah, I saw you playing that. I tried We Happy Few, and I did the mistake of looking at the reviews for it beforehand. Oh, why would you do that? I'll I'll, I'll get into that. Reviews were not super good, like very buggy, very, Mm -hmm. like a lot of problems with the game in general. And when I played, I played maybe for like an hour or two into the game. Oh, okay. And I did notice bugs Mm -hmm. and stuff. I'm like, ah. This is kind of taking me out of the game a little bit. Yeah. But the story and, like, the world is super, super intriguing. Mm. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, I like this this world building you're doing here. Yeah, like, it's very <clears throat> dystopian and yes. grim and stuff. Yeah. But I think that will keep me onto the game, I think. Okay, okay. But if there's, like, more bugs that, like, really stand out, then I think I'll probably... Mm. put it down for a while and then eventually get back to it maybe okay maybe okay. and let's see was that all of it oh no no last one shadow warrior 2 oh yeah yeah <clears throat> you were playing it the other night yeah much deeper than i thought it was gonna be now deeper in which way like, story-wise or <coughs> gameplay or excuse me story-wise um customization hmm. world you can explore and stuff it's yeah. a lot bigger than I thought it'd be. Is it? Is it not um, like <clears throat> the previous um, Shadow Warrior where like, because it's the previous ones, like you'd have a level that you could explore mm-hmm. a bunch of areas, but essentially it's like funneling you down a path and yeah. then you, you finish the level. In a sense, it's the same. It's linear like that, but the each place you go to is much bigger. There's oh, more okay. to explore. You have like a hub world you start out uh. in, like buy weapons and you go to, go to your room and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. You can upgrade skills, like a bunch of things which each like chi and your health and your mm-hmm. gunplay and stuff yeah and you could do a bunch of that in the last game but i assume there's more now yes you can I customize know. weapons you get newer weapons and stuff it's really really good okay. like i was reading a review before it they compared to like doom oh more customizable that's a that's a, a that's a big compliment it is it i can agree with it it's it's really good dialogue and story is super funny too yeah shadow yeah. warrior so Low wang yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh other than that yeah those are the games i've been playing Nice. Which which one did you spend the most time in? You think either Westerado or Shadow Warrior Two? Oh, okay, I'd okay, say, yeah. Nice. Those nice. are the two. Yesterday, I played just video games all day, so those were the two games that I played mostly. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Now, which 
after we're done recording all this and stuff, what do you think you're going to jump back into then? One of those two or something else? I don't know. Probably Shadow Warrior 2. Uh, okay, yeah. How, how Do you know how far you are in there? Uh, no. I played maybe 10 hours plus total, but mm. I can't say. Like, I unlocked a new part and there's new things I can do, so I'm assuming uh, not okay, okay. super far into it. Is it still, um, like, chapter-based and stuff? No. Oh, yes. it's not anymore? Yes, yeah? in a sense. Okay. In a, kind of. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of. Do you know, like, roughly what chapter you're in and stuff? I would say four. Four? Four oh, okay. or five. They tend to be, I feel like they're longer than the first game. Oh, okay, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Though. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> um, so I, I did a bunch of jumping around also. Um, I was in the mood for some like really like old games, mm. which I, I feel like I almost never hits me nowadays because the, the lack of trophies, you know, and achievements. <laughs> so the, the first thing I actually played this week was um, called Lunar Silver Star Harmony interesting and it is the kind of like um remade and like re-rezzed game or version of the game um lunar something i forget what it's called i I should look it up like lunar i think lunar legends is what i remember it as on the um game boy advance Mm -hmm. and since i hadn't actually played i hadn't actually started it up before it's been sitting on my or like not on my vita but on the PlayStation store. And I was just like, Oh, you know, I have some extra space. I'll download it and I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa, this is way different <laughs> than like the game. I remember. Cause the, I mean, in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't realize that it was a, um, kind of like, um, remastered ish kind of version. It's also oh. got like new things in there. If I remember right, because there's a whole, um, opening section that has you fighting as the, the old heroes in the game and fighting like the, the, evil final boss kind of thing and stuff all your heroes are like level 99 and then you're fighting the, like the the evil overlord and whatnot and then like his five like quote-unquote minions that turn out to be like the actual bosses and stuff oh that's cool yeah and then um there's a i think from lunar legends it was just strictly um turn-based combat no um movement involved mm-hmm. and as i started playing when i finished the kind of like prologue area um also realized that there was dialogue in there now like voice dialogue which Ooh. i don't think was ever a thing in lunar legends so i was like whoa <laughs> super different like it's cheesy as hell because it's like super <laughs> super it's like you know the, the classic like um i don't know just classic adventure fantasy kind of like setting and stuff so when you hear that stuff in english like in, in whatever your na- native language is it sounds weird to you because mm-hmm. no one talks like that yeah it's like this doesn't sit right yeah so it's just like oh, I, I wish i could be hearing this in a different language so it would sound less cheesy mm-hmm. but i i went along with it because i was like yeah I, I remember loving the lunar legend game but um went through all that stuff um got to the the current day hero that you play as and there was like some voice cutscenes in there. There was also like, because um, I, I do think I remember they made a um, anime version of the game. I don't know how far the thing went, but mm-hmm. there was actually like anime cutscenes within the game now, oh, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. um, the actual combat system in there had changed slightly, where it's still turn based, but now your characters actually move on the battlefield. And enemies will move on the battlefield. So that's annoying for some characters because some of them, like, when they use a move or, like, when an enemy uses a spell, like, um, 
I think it's like a ice troll kind of thing or something. Like he'll 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 throw an iceberg at you, and when he does that, he has to move a certain distance away from you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that means he runs across the the battle map and then throws it at you, and now you have to spend your next turn running over to him before you can actually attack him. Oh. which is just like oh it adds in extra strategy that i didn't have to think about originally when i was a young <laughs> kid and i was just like ooh, this is a strange thing but i started to get the hang of it afterwards and right I was like, okay i can appreciate the changes they've made so that's cool it's, it's pretty fun i played i don't know maybe like an hour or two of that um played i am the hero on vita and ps4 platinum both of them i'm just like of yes course. two more <laughs> two more down in the backlog um also played some of hue on oh, okay. uh, xbox Cause I was I was craving getting back PR in. Yeah, I've played it on PS4 before, and then I was like, oh yeah, I remember I remember this game. I'll, I'll jump into here. Um, played some Darkest Dungeon mm. on my Vita. Oh, still love that game. It's so good. I'm gonna I've I've made a list now of games that I want to complete before moving on to a whole bunch of other stuff. So good. Darkest Dungeon is one of them on there that I'm I'm gonna try and work through because that one I want to see it through to the end mm-hmm. and now i have extra dlc things in there too so i'm gonna have to keep chipping away at that one but it's, it's an rpg so it's gonna take a while right um i played some ori in the blind forest got i saw that on tiny bit tiny bit fa- farther there um played some super mario odyssey Ooh! out of out of the blue i just kind of was like oh you know what? i haven't done this in a while and i was I, at the time in my mind i was like i'm gonna play this game and i'm gonna beat it tonight and I jumped in, and I got, like, two moons, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I jumped back out. <laughs> Total of, like, 15 minutes or so. <laughs> Dang. At least you played some of it, though. Yeah. It's yeah. better than nothing. Yeah. It's that classic, like, I saw you beat it, and I think someone else beat it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need, I I don't need to too. beat it anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I saw you beat it, and I saw Amanda beat it. Yeah, that's, that's right. what it was. So I was just like, yeah, I've seen this twice now. and it's it was, it was cool seeing you do it, and I was just like, oh, wow. Do I need to beat it now? Exactly. Probably not. That. There's no that. trophies tied with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But Excuse then um, I played some um, Iconoclasts on the, oh. the Vita. It's a fun game. I like it so far. The I think a while back um, in the summer, I saw a speed run of Iconoclasts mm-hmm. during the Summer Games Done Quick. Yeah, that's, I remember that too. And I was just I was blown away by when they were doing it. So it made the game way more exciting for me to eventually play it mm-hmm. and i think when it eventually came to ps plus for free then i was just like okay i'll grab it now i'll play it because i was originally turned off on buying it because there was no platinum like right. it, it turns me down when there's any like any anything that turns me off of buying a game kind of like keeps me saving money but then also like games like i kind of class get overlooked because they seem like they're not full games which i never right. liked about that um but it's fun so far I, i'm pretty early in there still I kind of fought, I think, like one boss, found a little bit of story stuff, which seems interesting, and then started going towards, I think, like the next settlement area. Mm. I think it's called like Settlement 17 or something. But Okay. Yeah. It seems cool, though. I'm going to jump back into it probably after this. Um, played some Rocket League because wow. I had the I had the itch to, to <clears throat> score some goals inside of a rocket-powered car. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the few sports games you'll ever play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. I will never play FIFA probably, but I'll play Rocket League. You know, there you go. It's the next best thing. It's a f- super fun game. Oh yeah, so fun. And I, I, I was starting to get the hang again of the timing for like how to make goals and stuff. Because mm. when I first started, I was like, "Ooh, I'm real rusty. I don't know about this." And then started to get it again. So it was, cool. it was fun. I liked it. Um, and then the last one um, played a little bit last night was Minecraft. Oh God, so relaxing. Yeah, very relaxing. 
but I started it on the Xbox now, and the UI system is very different compared to the PlayStation version. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, I have a feeling that I think a while ago, I might have to correct this later, but I believe that a while ago there was a press release that um, Minecraft was not going to be supported with updates anymore on the PS4. It was only going to be supported on Xbox. Xbox and I think I mean yeah computer Xbox and I think switch too Mm. because I think ps4 was only one not really like playing ball and stuff at the time so I don't I don't know what's become of that whole thing I'd have to go and check the Minecraft on ps4 to see if it looks similar but yeah the the interface is different and it makes um, crafting a lot easier now oh that's cool because now when you go to the crafting menu there's an option you you can turn on or off but there's an option to turn it on, and what it does is it only lets you craft the things that you have the materials for. So you don't have to go and like search for it anymore. That's cool. Which is very, like it's that. very nice, very streamlined, and I like that a lot. So, and then it shows you how many you can make of that thing. So you don't have to like look at your resources, look how much it'll take, mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, I can make fifteen of these, and then start clicking, and you're like, no, it was only fourteen. I need to go get more. So right, it's it's nice, and I think you can you can. Um, like create a whole bunch in like one chunk as well you can oh. choose to create them one at a time or like a batch of however many that you have up there which is really nice you're making me want to get into minecraft again it's good stuff man Such good a stuff good game. but yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been doing though we played a lot of video games this week yeah we did <clears throat> i don't know i don't know what was different about this week but i don't know yeah just our our fun juices were flowing yep, from the apparently from the sweet video game nectar <laughs> <laughs> what a way gross to gross I don't know where that was going, and I found out at the end, and it was unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> what's, you know what's not unpleasant, though? The Brobity Report. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it there for a second. I was like, what are you doing? Off. You threw me off. Usually, I say Propinion Report, and then you do the jingle, and I was oh. so thrown off. Oh, my God. Got to change it up, you know? Oh, my gosh. Wow. It was great. Oh, it's man. the best one yet. Propinion Report. Right way to start. Um, oh my god! I said opinion point. You went. <gasps> yeah, because I was like, wait, do, do I have to do it? I was so confused. But oh, oh gosh, okay. All right, we're gonna go straight into it. We have a total combined list of eleven items. Oh, so I think it's the same as last week. <sighs> Not. I don't. I don't think a whole lot of huge items though. Okay. So Small some stuff. of them I think will be faster. So <clears throat> we'll see as we kind of get through it. Um, but the first one that we have is an older story and this one i believe let me go to it real quick um this one happened in june of last year wow so it was it's kind of more of an update and i I think it's because we've talked about it before and i don't think that um we've kind of super um dived into it okay or it's it's maybe slipped our minds because i didn't remember reading this in the past either i wonder i think i i saw something that we talked about before and i want to see if it's Oh, okay, okay. The same thing. So, um, so apparently, uh, according to um, Alif Ashari on Game Revolution, um, there was a story put up in June of last year that Yakuza three through five won't be getting Kiwami styled remakes. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Did you already know this? Oh yeah, I knew that. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So this is a refresher for me then, because I was just like, oh, that explains things. Mm-hmm. I think um, a week or two ago, I saw mm-hmm. that the um trophies for yakuza 4 remastered had popped on psn profiles Um, obviously for the japanese version but when i saw that i was like oh they are making like remastered versions and granted they didn't have kiwami in there so i was like oh okay but that still means they're coming 
to the PS4, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, but since we will probably eventually get three through five on the PS4, how does that make you feel, Michael? Oh, it makes me feel good. Ah, okay. Ex- I, I knew, I knew. I, at the time, I didn't know they were coming out with them, mm-hmm. but then I read the similar article to that, that saying that since they were already on the PS3, oh yeah, yeah, that there's no really need to like enhance it really anymore, like graphic wise yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I think the article was saying that they were gonna add like more stuff into mm-hmm. the games now, like more like mini games and more stuff like that. But they're not gonna like really change the look of it. Too oh, much okay, okay. It's basically where it is now, just yeah, on the PS3 kind of thing. Oh, okay okay but yeah it's exciting yeah 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 because now now i'm like okay good if there's one place to play all of them yes then i think yakuza fans will be very oh, excited yeah. and happy about that okay. yeah because i i enjoy the yakuza games but i have been deterred from really like diving into them because i'm just like well i gotta break out the ps3 mm-hmm. i don't have number three i think i think i only have four and five on the ps3 which oh. means i gotta get three and then i'm like well and then i have to get two and yep. just, i gotta play through all six of the you know seven of them if you count zero and i'm just like oh man that is a lifetime of gaming that i that's will never true. be able to do and they're so. long long games so uh, yeah yeah that's why i was just like uh i don't think i'll be able to dive into it i'm excited i was excited when you started diving into it because i'm like oh good now someone's enjoying yakuza and you can tell me about it so yeah. i can jump into it <laughs> Because otherwise, I'm just like, oh, man. So good. I just have to sit and watch over here. The stories are just fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I've always been drawn to in the Yakuza games, mm-hmm. other than the fact that you get to play as a member of the Yakuza yeah. and stuff. Or I guess an ex-member, but yeah. X and X Back and, and current, yeah. It's, it's story. You can, you'll figure it out yeah. when you play the games. But yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. I, it was a good reminder for me, and I didn't know if you had known it or not, mm-hmm. so I figured I'd throw it in there. I know everything Yakuza. Oh, man. Not everything, but a lot of things Yakuza. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Don't paint yourself into that Don't test me there. Oh, man. But uh, number two is a little bit different there. Um, still has to do with something that we've talked about in the news um, more recently. And this one was a bit more um, disappointing, I guess, for mm. me to see about. Um, so what this is in regards to is from our one of our favorites over at GameIndustry.biz, Rebecca Valentine. Um, she had a story up about the uh, Fortnite dance lawsuits continuing. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this a little bit? Maybe. So um, the the new one that's being added on there is the um, Orange Justice dance. Yeah. Now, are you, do you remember which dance this is? That's by the kid. Yeah, the kid with orange the orange shirt. shirt. Yeah. Uh huh. So and <clears throat> it's a it's a great exercise move as well. Yes. Yeah. So um, apparently his um, mom, I believe, is being added on to the lawsuit for um his dance in regards to like the i think they have kind of like a class action lawsuit going on where like all the people like um uh what's his name two milli is that his name rapper guy yeah yeah two milli um carlton the guy from scrubs um turk turk yeah or donald Donald Faison. Faison. yeah um so like those three (laughs) i think are the main ones and then now um the kid who who created the orange justice dance or he called it the random when he sent it in. Yes. To a, in a contest to Fortnite. Ooh, Fortnite, yeah. To have the dance be put in the game. And his mom is now suing because his dance is in the game, but it's called Orange Justice and not the random. So, oh. I ro- Go ahead, Mike. I'll let you talk again. I want to hope mm-hmm. that he had nothing to do with this. Like, the kid himself. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the mom trying to get money out of this. Yeah. 
which is kind of what I assume. I, yeah. I kind of assume it's it's more of a case of like a, and I, I could be totally wrong on this, but I in my mind, I assume it's a case of the parent didn't know that the child did what he did, mm-hmm. and now that Fortnite is a huge thing and there's lawsuits going on. Um, oh, I, I jump on. To, to the um, devil's advocate side of it, in the article um, that Rebecca Valentine had up, there was also talk that the um, boy who created the dance, um, I guess he was like the subject of like cyberbullying and stuff as well. And he had to delete like his social media accounts and whatnot that to sucks. kind of get away from that. And I assume it's just people who were dumb and jealous of the fact that one of his dances when made it into, into Fortnite, the hugest game like on the market now. But I think that's probably like the thing that kind of spurred it on. I would I would hope. That's a good is point. Is like the, the idea that like her son was hurt by all this and she's blaming the, the video game as, mm-hmm. and wants some as kind of... unknowing parents <clears throat> often do. So Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And it, and that's the thing that makes this part weird though, is that she's she's joining in on this and I feel like the grounds for her case are very loose. Very very like shifting sands kind of thing. <clears throat> just just because um he he mm-hmm. willingly entered into the mm-hmm. contest. Exactly. And I assume in like the terms and stuff on that, like even though he didn't win, his dance was put in there. Because they, they did a petition. Yeah, yeah. To they make had, his like dance. a whole bunch of people petitioned to get it in there. Yeah. And, and I mean that it makes perfect sense as to why his thing is called Orange Justice because he had an orange shirt. shirt and it's justice and for it's him. yeah justice for, for the kid who wouldn't have made it into a Fortnite dance. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 like real shifty stands because like he willingly put it in there mm-hmm. and then now she's gonna try and like sue on the grounds that like the dance name was changed and obviously it sucks that he was like cyberbullied, but that's not a product of that's not that's not Fortnite's fault. Yeah. That's that's just people suck, you know. Man, I could have gone without hearing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I figured it's it's important news because it's right. it's in there and mm-hmm. we'll kind of have to see like how all this whole lawsuit business pans out. I kind of really hope that Fortnite or sorry, um, Epic Games doesn't settle with all these things. Mm-hmm. I know that they could because they're they might have filthy to. rich, and I just really hope that they don't because there's there's no reason that these people need to need to win in this right you know? I, and again like playing the devil's advocate i can s- mm-hmm. i say very loosely i can see if if it's their product yeah, yeah. more so for like carlton yeah because yeah. he he that was like 80 percent of why carlton was super likable in the fresh prints and stuff now side side question in there before you continue was was the dance something that he created, or did they make the dance? That's the thing. He he the he said it. He has said in interviews, and this is getting real, real weird. Not weird, but you could take this multiple ways. Yeah. He said in an interview that he created the dance, mm-hmm. but he also took parts from like other dances that he saw, and like kind of like made it his own. Yeah, incorporated. Them yeah. Stuff. Okay. So in a, so he did make the dance, but he kind of like took other dance moves too yeah so, so like say, his so carl's yeah. is not really yours because you took other dances and stuff mm. so you're getting real like deep and weird in that stuff yeah yeah but uh, it's even hard to play the devil's advocate in that because it's like i understand like it, you've made the dance popular and it, i guess in a sense it's yours mm-hmm. but uh, i don't know how this is harming you yeah yeah with your dance getting popular and people like oh who originally did this oh you did okay cool yeah and i and i think when people see the the dance i don't think 
other than people who are like way young and don't remember Fresh Prince at all, mm-hmm. like I think most people see it and realize like, oh yeah, this this is a th- this is a shout out to yeah, Carlton. to Carlton, and I feel like you're not less famous because of that. You're just maybe poorer now than you were back then. So right, I don't know. In my mind, all these things are easy money grabs, and I hate money yeah, grabs. Yeah, that's, that's like, what it seems If you're already sure. rich, you don't need the money. Just <laughs> calm down, guys. I agree. I agree. And, like, nobody is, like, restarting Fresh Prince, so you're, not getting, you're not getting any, like, new royalties or anything like that from, from your dance, so don't worry about it. I don't you, know. You had your time in the spotlight. Now is Fortnite's time. Yep. Let it just let it live. You, you want to profit off of it. I know. It's just uh, all these people trying to grab onto the highest beacon that there is and then they're just like okay well i'm gonna drag you down if you don't give me money kind of thing and i'm just like oh you suck real bad yep world's all about money now so yep <sighs> yeah i kind of i kind of structured um <clears throat> at least my stories i know we added yours we always add yours to the to the after my list stuff but i kind of structured it so that the beginning stories were more like like eh, semi like sad depressing oh, the first thing Yakuza was pretty oh yeah that, that one's not too bad <clears throat> i think i think in that in that case it was more just like we're not getting like kiwamis right but yeah i kind of i kind of structured them a little bit so that it kind of go back up it start start at the bottom and go back to the top you know That's but good. number three on the opinion report um actually has to deal with um ubisoft Oh okay. my gosh, I did it again. Ubisoft. <laughs> Got it. It's so good to see you say this, say things too, because I, I do it all yeah. the time. And when you do it very rarely, I'm like, okay, good. I'm not the yeah, only everyone one. does it. Yeah. Don't don't feel bad about it. If you misspeak people, don't feel bad about it. Just correct yourself afterwards and yes. everything's fine. <laughs> if you know to correct yourself. Yeah, uh, that's a whole different thing. But um, so Ubisoft um, this week made an apology. Did you kind of read a little bit about this? I saw it about like the mistakes they've made with like Halo and stuff and kind of. No, no, no. Um, That that might have been Bungie you were thinking of. Um, Okay. But um, so Ubisoft in in reference to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, their DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I saw this. I think this was their first major dlc thing i forget exactly which number it was but um yeah for odyssey so what what ended up happening um from the sounds of things is in the story in odyssey um or in sorry in the dlc um you end up whichever main character you play male or female um you eventually um as the story progresses you eventually have a child um with if you're a male with a female or if you're a female with a male, mm-hmm. right? You have a child and then that child is now canon within the story, right? Right. Um, I'm not going to go super into depth because I'm sure people are playing it because it's pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't played it yet, so I don't know all of what's going on either. Um, but people were um, upset that they were being forced to have a, um, what's it called? a heterosexual relationship in the game and i guess i guess apparently previously um ubisoft had said that they weren't going to force people into um choices that Mm -hmm. they wanted people to be able to define i think one of the things they said was they wanted people to to be able to define their own um, characters sexuality within the game right which is why i guess you could apparently go Mm -hmm. into any type of relationship you wanted in the game Mm -hmm. with characters in there um but i guess this um being part of the main um, DLC story is kind of what set people off is like, oh, now you're forcing us into this one path. And people were upset by it. Um, I think people 
people took some some different um uh i don't know if um leaps of logic were is the right word but i think people people took things differently than ubisoft was kind of intending Mm -hmm. where um there was um i believe there was a achievement slash trophy tied with um that portion of the i guess when you actually have the child and stuff right um i think the um achievement slash trophy was called growing up and people i think took that in a way that they thought it meant that ubisoft was telling them that having um i guess uh homosexual relationships were something that only like kids kind of like did and eventually you grow up and get into a like a a quote-unquote real relationship Mm -hmm. in like male and female kind of thing so I think I think a lot of like a lot of like leaps in logic were kind of taken yeah. and taken out of um, context. I, I saw some other people making the comments that like no, this is part of the 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 story and like it has to deal with like the context of what's going on in the <clears throat> DLC storyline. Mm-hmm. Because it's I mean, without spoiling things, they were talking about like there's um, there's like a you're you're creating the assassin lineage apparently within oh. like this DLC. That's cool. And that makes a lot more sense to me, at least, of, like, the achievement. When you have a kid, the achievement being called growing up because yeah. you're having to make these, like, hard choices that will affect kind of, like, all the assassins down the line and stuff. And, I mean, that's what being an adult is about is you choose things and you make hard decisions, mm-hmm. but it's because you're a grown-up, you know? So I thought it was a really, really interesting um, story in general. And I, I didn't expect like this kind of thing to like happen because of a DLC. But um, my, I was kind of wondering um, as I was reading through all these kind of things. Do you think that Ubisoft um, needed to apologize? Obviously, it's a good PR move. <coughs> I but, feel like, in a sense, yeah. like like you said at the beginning, they said in their main game, you can like make the choice of like mm-hmm. who you want to get in a relationship with. Yeah, yeah. And now in the DLC, they kind of like. I know force is a strong word, but they give. Yeah, they, yeah, that that happens as part of the story, and you have to take it as canon. Yeah, and stuff. I in that regards, I feel like apologizing is good mm-hmm. because if they stated from the beginning that we're letting you choose, and then the DLC, I know it's part of that story in the DLC, but yeah. the DLC they kind of just give you something, and your choices which you made previously don't mm-hmm. really matter, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, in that sense, I feel like they should have apologized, like. We said this, but we're not doing that in this. Yeah. That was our mistake kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. in that regard, I feel like apologizing, apologizing is the right thing to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that makes sense to me. Yeah. I think, yeah, apologizing if something you said like a long while ago has now been kind of like turned around by something new that's popped up. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, and I don't, I don't feel like that whole, the whole grow up trophy. Yeah. Thing, yeah. I feel that is kind of a reach. Mm hmm. And stuff, and I don't, I can't see Ubisoft's intention being like what they were saying. No, they yeah, yeah. That sounds, it's, it sounds very <coughs> like, and I, I, I have to like assume that the people who, who, who thought about it as in that light were the ones who were very like upset by mm-hmm. the, the choice in the beginning. Yes. And so 
the fact that now they're they're being forced into doing this thing and then this thing pops up it's just kind of like you're you're already in a mindset in a mindset of like i'm upset and then this thing pops up and it's like growing up and you're like oh my gosh you're telling me to grow up and yes, like, yes it's like no we're, it's a it's a trophy it's not telling you to do anything yeah. <laughs> it's just saying yeah it's just saying something on in words you know in context and all that stuff yeah it's, yeah it's crazy how things can be taken so in in so many different contexts mm-hmm. just because of a different situation that someone's in yeah but, exactly yeah that's really interesting it is, it is very interesting the perspective and like mm-hmm. how our society is today and mm-hmm. all that with the internet and people experiencing different things and stuff yeah yeah like i i i, I kind of um even though i understand the reason for the apology stuff i kind of almost wish like ubisoft didn't make an apology because like they're they're the ones creating the game you know it's true, like, it's true. if you want to create a game about a specific thing then do what you want to do because often oftentimes you get the best products by people who are making the games they want to make and if you want people to if you want developers to like go and change the story because it affects your player experience then i feel like in in general you don't get the intended product Mm -hmm. you know like you don't get you don't get the vision that they started out with and so it kind of um i don't know in, in a sense it feels like it kind of like lessens the final product i agree in, in my view and stuff but okay, i can see that yeah so i think just just let let creators do what they want to do and if if you think that there is not um <clears throat> the if you think that the the medium of video games doesn't have in it what you want to see in it then i think that should be a good drive for you to become a creator and create what you want to create exactly you know? but don't i feel like you don't need to apologize for your own vision within a video game because if if it was turned around and somebody made a like it's like say the 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 game grumps right they made their um dream daddy? dream daddy game and then people went and played it not really realizing what it was i mean shame on you for consumer for not knowing what you're <laughs> exactly <buying. yeah>. but um <clears throat> you went you went and played it and you're like hey i don't agree with this like why are you why are you making me only and date dads for that. That's... yeah and then and then you want an apology from the game grumps and stuff for making a game that they wanted to make it's like no like you you make what you want to make and then don't don't feel like you have to apologize to people for it because exactly. no i get it you should you should you should you should you yeah make. you should make what you want to make and be proud of it you mm-hmm. know i feel i think if you're proud of something you shouldn't have to apologize for it no i agree so i agree yeah different different lights and perspectives and exactly stuff. But, the world we live in yeah yeah you know you know what else world we live in apparently it's a world where ea cancels another star wars yeah, game I saw this. so this was kind of the Not um, surprising. yeah this was kind of the the bigger news of the week i think in my opinion off of mm. the list i have um so this was um, from uh, Jason Schreier on Kotaku, and they, he, he had a couple stories up. Um, the main one I'm focusing on is his um, EA Cancels Open World Star Wars game, and there's a secondary one that he kind of wrote, uh, let me see actually when it happened, the, the day afterwards, Okay. Um, about EA and having like a troubled decade of Star Wars games. And I actually didn't realize it reached back so far. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, this is not this is not like a one-time thing. It's Robin kind of a the pattern. Ball, yeah, but um, basically um, there's been a open-world Star Wars game, like I said in the title, um, that's been in development for a while. And um, it, I believe it was being originally, let me look through here real quick. I believe it was originally being made by um, 
the uh, team that made Dead Space, um, mm. Visceral Games. Okay. So they were under EA at the time. And then I think I think last year or in 2017, um, EA shut down Visceral. And the project was moved to another one of their studios. Right. Um, let's see. I think EA Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, EA Vancouver. Um, so EA Vancouver started their own work on it and basically it sounded kind of like they had to reboot um the project entirely like they they still took they took assets or kept assets that were from the original um stuff that visceral had done Mm -hmm. but essentially they had to kind of like do things semi from scratch in terms of like starting to create this game and whatnot um it sounded like it was going to be cool i think you were playing as a bounty hunter and kind of like exploring planets and finding marks and stuff and Does sound cool it sounded like a lot of fun like i was i was kind of reading about it and i was like oh man this is giving me vibes of like what was that game um for the gamecube um and i think ps2 like star wars bounty hunter where you just played oh, okay. as boba fett i think i think oh you could download it on it was free uh yeah yeah or i think yeah they, they have it on the ps4 now too yeah. where you can you can buy that something. yeah yeah but the it gave me vibes of that, and I was like, oh, that was a fun game in the past. Like, if they kind of remade that, mm-hmm. um, it also kind of gave me vibes of... Do you remember the original trailer that Prey 2 came out with? Before it became oh, just yeah. Prey, right? Yeah, where you're yeah. going around, you're sliding on the thing, you're chasing that dude and stuff. Yeah, he can, like, teleport and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I was like, oh, Super man, cool. I just want to play a bounty hunter game. Yeah. And then <laughs> now it's... Um, so it, it was um, codenamed uh, Orca, apparently, when it mm. was in development. But now it's now it's been canned, so not not getting that game. Um, we it sounds like we're still going to be getting a smaller scale, um, according to Jason Schreier. We're still getting a smaller scale Star Wars project, mm-hmm. um, but it's now aimed for much sooner, and he said um, likely late twenty twenty. Okay. Um, but no no Star Wars bounty hunter game that we were that I was hoping for at least after reading all this. Right. Um, <clears throat> So I was wondering as I was kind of reading through EA's whole like troubled history with Star Wars and like the Battlefronts one Oof. only having multiplayer and people being like where's the where's the single player stuff and then you get into Battlefront two and it has both the single player is kind of getting like middling reception multiplayer still sounds like it's fun but then people are mad about the um, loot boxes loot boxes and pay to win methodology they had inside there. <coughs> um, but a whole bunch of just kind of like trouble in general, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing with these new games that are un- unannounced and unreleased, but on the rocks. Right. Um, I was thinking about it, and do you think that we should just stop, and we as in like, Royal we, not you and I. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, video game video games should stop being made around... T- um, I guess like movie universe tie-in kind of things. Good question. Now I'll, I'll say I'll say one counterpoint to what I just said. Obviously, Spider-Man on the PS4 was amazing. <laughs> yes. But I think that's a rare case, just because Sony Sony owns Spider-Man, and Sony also was the console that Spider-Man came out on. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's a whole lot of like needing to talk back and forth between Sony and What's it called? Or sorry, the the developer of the game, um, Insomniac, I think. Right. And then Sony in general, because it's like it's in house, right? Mm-hmm. But where um, 
where it sounded like the downfall of this whole Star Wars thing was was that every time um, the EA studios wanted to make changes to the game or just kind of like implement some kind of like world building inside there or or things along that nature, um, they had to go and talk to um, is it LucasArts or Lucasfilms? I forget. Lucasfilms. Okay, I they had to go and arts, talk. Whatever. They had to go and talk to Lucas basically, and get things kind of like okayed by them. Mm-hmm. So it's like they would go and be like, like okay, like this is what we're kind of thinking of doing for the game. What do you guys think? And then the people at Lucas would be like, ah, oh, well, like, do you really think that he would have this in this time in like this time in in the game? And like, do you think that he he really it like fits his character to have these items and stuff? And it's just like it's like there's too much talking and back and forth going on. It takes forever for things to like be finished mm-hmm. in the planning stages at that point. So it sounds like a disaster, but. If these kinds of things have to happen, like, do you think we should even do these things in general? Right. Uh, I've always been a fan of, like, new IP. Yeah, like yeah, me too. Like, Infamous mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it, it does work in some cases. Like, you said Spider-Man. Same yeah. whatever, same company, Sony and PlayStation, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Batman worked really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Batman's a comic first, so mm-hmm. can't really see their movies. But Mad Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm great great game mm-hmm. great game um max Payne. oh yeah i forgot about that max Payne was a pretty good game for what i played the third one and stuff yeah yeah so if it's <laughs> the, the movie was was interesting Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> yeah. but if i feel like if it's done right mm-hmm. if it's done well like <laughs> you you have like a connection with the movie making company or whatever and stuff then i continue it if you know what you're doing yeah, yeah. but in the sense of like star wars I, i'm almost really curious because i read something they were supposed to be making a new star wars movie after number nine comes out oh okay right. i forgot who it was who it was about and stuff yeah. but they can that but they put it on the shelf oh okay because the ceo of uh disney they now own star wars yeah yeah he was saying that because <coughs> han solo or the solo movie did pretty bad oh yeah yeah like not mm-hmm. very good so they're saying oh maybe we're getting putting out too much star wars mm, too, too quickly soon. yeah so i'm wondering if like maybe this this game got canned partially because of that too just oh, just hmm. i mean just they'd be really curious if it did yeah but if it's done right then i say continue but if it's if you're having to communicate over long distances and you're not like in joint connection with the people then yeah, if it's really... if it's becoming a struggle to even create mm-hmm. ideas and stuff at this point, then then no. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like I'm I'm kind of of the mind that, like I I'm definitely not the biggest Star Wars fan mm-hmm. by any stretch. Me too. Um, I love the first three movies. Yes. Um, and I mean like the old the three original. movies, <laughs> not not the episode <laughs> the... one, two, and three, episode four, five, and six. Yes. Um, like I loved those movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm um but and i think as i got older i i kind of forgot how bad that the episodes one two and three were yeah, not very good yeah and then looking back i was like i was like they were bad and i watched one again and i was like nope i can't yep <laughs> i was gonna try and go through all six of them at the time so i could watch the newer ones and i was just like oh no i can't i stopped mm-hmm. at one i stopped at the end of one i'm just like no i <laughs> i can't i i really i remember disliking jar jar and oh, i God. dislike him even more now so yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I just yeah, I just feel like the not not all these not all these movie franchises need to be turned into games. I agree. Like I don't even 
this and this might be an unpopular opinion i don't even think i want an avengers game yeah like i i know people are all like people talk about it a lot are like oh man what is the what is the avengers game gonna look like it's gonna be amazing and i'm like the movies are amazing i love the avengers movies and their whole cinematic universe they got going on with marvel i don't want a marvel Mm -hmm. video game in terms of like the avengers like spider-man was amazing and if they were to do something like that i would be super down for it but i think for the most part like video game gems like that don't come along all the time i agree and you need very specific studios to do that specific kind of like game i don't i don't know if i want an avengers game at this point like i just want the the movies to be amazing mm-hmm. and i enjoy my movies separate than from what i enjoy in video games right you know? and you can do the it the other way too like yeah mm-hmm. video games should not be made in movies really yeah. sonic sonic and i'm so scared <coughs> All those other ones, I don't. Mm-hmm. Just leave leave the mediums where they're at. Just yeah, yeah. Like the mediums don't have to copy each other. You don't no. have to jump into what's popular in like film and and TV shows and stuff just to try and attract a new audience. Like mm-hmm. they, if your game is good, it'll attract an audience on its own. Right. You, know, you don't need huge names and stuff. That's why we have like new IP that is so successful, like Horizon Zero Dawn and spider-man mm-hmm. well i guess spider-man's been around for a yeah. while but you know Infamous. like yeah but i mean the, the <laughs> fact that like spider-man games were kind of tanking for a while and then we get another spider-man game and it's amazing so it's just like if you if you make a great game whether or not the the name is recognizable i think you'll attract a whole bunch of people it's true so, i agree yeah oh man just leave that leave that lines where yeah where we know where they are but i don't want to be it's confused. not gonna happen They're it's gonna not continue. Yeah. there's there's no way to stop it but i wish money, we could money, sometimes money 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 beautiful oh man so beautiful you know what um is a thing of beauty oh gosh it's the amount of time that's put into these um destiny raid oh yeah puzzles <laughs> and that's what number five is about um this week from ryan gilliam on polygon so there was apparently um kind of an evolving story over time um i know I think earlier in the week, if not last week, um, they were talking about the fact that this new Destiny 2 um, raid puzzle was... And I might be calling it the wrong thing. I'm clearly not in the Destiny 2 mm-hmm. like fan base. Get off my back, monkeys. <coughs> but um, apparently, so this, this hardest puzzle in there, um, I think previously puzzles had been solved in like, I don't know, 20-something hours... 27 i think being the most recent one long time and that's like um time taking to like like finish the entire thing right like figure it out and then like complete the raid and be the first team first fire team in the world to like finish and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but this time it took a lot longer so it took a total of 81 hours to solve multiple days yeah yeah so um i i read that teams um definitely didn't sleep for like like certain teams, I don't know about all the teams. Right. But some some people end up sleeping and whatnot, going to bed, coming back to see if it had been solved and whatnot, and then jumping back into it. I assume. Um, but yeah, it took a total of eighty one hours. Um, earlier in the week, if not last week, um, uh, Bungie took to Twitter, and I think they announced that the there was a there was a specific um, I think they call them forges that was attached to this raid being finished. Okay. And so they, they went to Twitter and said that um, because it's part of the um, season pass content for Destiny 2 right now, that they were going to um, unattach the forge 
with the completion of the raid. So people would be allowed to use it and it would happen at like this certain time in the week. Mm. So it was either like people like finished the raid and unlocked it for everybody or it would unlock on its own kind of thing. And this kind of, from the sounds of thing, kind of like divided the community in half. Like some people were upset that the forge was kind of locked behind this crazy difficult puzzle and other people were upset that um, Bungie was caving essentially and <clears throat> releasing this thing without the raid being finished and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like people people band together and do this thing for obviously a long, right. long time if they have to, and then they're 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 all like trying to be the first ones to to solve it, right? Mm-hmm. Get their get their names in fire team history and whatnot on Destiny. <laughs> that must be what they call it. Yeah. I don't know, but um. I guess there, since it was split into kind of two sides there, it's, it's very, like, divisive, I think, even still. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has been solved, which is good. There was some crazy, like, puzzle solving that went into this whole thing, and I'm just, like, amazed that these people are sleuthing these things out. Dedication, and, man. Yeah, yeah, like little mini Sherlock Holmes fire teams and stuff. <clears throat> but um, I was wondering, though, um, obviously you're not a huge multiplayer person, so this doesn't have to pertain to multiplayer games. Um, but what would get you to play a game for 81 hours? Oh, Jesus Christ. Maybe not straight, but like consecutively, like not switching games at all kind of thing. 81 hours straight. Yeah. Um, I would say something like, and I've gone back to this game a while, Mm -hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild. Have you ever done that? Have you ever played for... Not, I don't Huge think I've... Huge chunks of time like that? I have. Okay, okay. Not, definitely not 81 hours straight. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever, total. Maybe for like 20 hours plus. Mm, maybe. Before you like switch to something else? Yeah, 30 even. So when I first got the game, that's all I played. Yeah, yeah. But something that, like Breath of the Wild, that's an open world, and I can just explore everything. I can go wherever I can, wherever I want to. Yeah, like there's repercussions, yeah. I find out at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like but, some places you, you can't actually reach because you don't have the proper materials and whatnot. Exactly. But something like that, something where I can just explore mm. the massive map and go wherever I want. There's not there's points where I should go and like continue the story, but yeah. I don't have to do that. I can go or even the Witcher. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, mm. big open world, do whatever I want to do. Yeah, it's not yeah. forcing me to do something kind of thing. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I think that kind of works for me too when it was um like, for me, I think it was, like, uh, Skyrim and, mm-hmm. I guess, basically all the Elder Scrolls games to a yeah. point. And um, Fallout 3, when I really played a lot of that. Like, just the idea of, like, oh, okay, I, I, I come out of this starting cave or um, prison area or, what's it called, um, vault for mm-hmm. the Fallout games and stuff. And then it's just, like, no, no like, no crazy, like, waypoints all over the place. It's just, like, okay go somewhere go somewhere, just like yeah. man exactly i'm going but but even 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 then i feel like mm-hmm. for me I, I don't think i could play 81 hours just of one game straight yeah without that'd switching it really all. hard for yeah. me i feel like that'd be, yeah that'd be tough I, there has to be i feel like at that point there has to be something else bringing you in yes like, like you have to have some kind or... of uh, you have to have some kind of like um yeah like story is a good is a good reason to pull you in but even like some kind of like larger than you um i guess like personal mission that you're trying to do Mm -hmm. which which makes sense for the the destiny folks and stuff because they're 
going and they're trying to be like the first in the world to like finish this thing like, you have that that title right. that you like can hold on to forever and stuff so i feel like for you if there's a game that came out that open world and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you have to beat it or you have to play 100 hours straight to get the platinum I oh feel yeah like that'd be something i mean that's that's happened though like but i think in those cases it's like i'll even even then if it's if it's like if i'm gonna be the first person in the world to platinum like a tales game that would be insane but but i mean but for those things like i i i rarely can do those kinds of things Mm -hmm. just because of the um people like reviewing the game or that get codes early and they play through it and they platinum it because obviously i'm not the only person who platinums things it's true but um but it sucks when like reviewers also do that because uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, you guys are like taking it away from like the masses and stuff. Yeah. So I've only, I've only to date only had one first in the world platinum that I'm aware of. But yeah, so that's why. So at that time I was like, man, I'm going to burn through this as quick as I can. Cause I don't see anyone popping trophies yet. And so I was doing it and I eventually got to it. Shout out to nurse love addiction. And I was just like, man, I got it. Like I actually got it. I was so hyped for that. But that didn't take me 81 hours. It no, took yeah. me like the course of like five hours or something. So it was way, Much way less game. time. Yeah. So it would, I would, I need to find some kind of like experience that people have with these games. Like I'm, I'm hoping I can get something like that from Anthem because I'm really excited for Anthem. And if there's something that's like constantly pulling me back, I mean, I can, you can fly in that game. Yeah. If you can fly anywhere, oh boy, you know, I'll be doing it's 81 it. hours though. Ooh, that'd be hard. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I want to jump into these big games. Yeah. I'm always just too scared to do it. Even like that's why for like uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. I'll say that an example now. Like when I first when I played started playing it a while ago, like a couple months ago. Yeah. I'm like oh man, I'm gonna jump into this. this. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and I got pulled in. I'm like oh man. Yeah. Just went yeah, back you were, to that game. You were in there for a while. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say 81 hours straight, but no, yeah, yeah. It was a long. If the game has something that you like about it, and like I dived into the Metal Gear Solid world, I'm like, oh, let me look this up. Let me look this up mm-hmm. for like a couple of days. Like, oh, this is really cool. So I agree. If there's something that just keeps pulling me back, then it'd be easier. Yeah, yeah. Man, I just I need to. I mean, just, after I said Anthem, now my mind is just going on about Anthem. I just I wanna I wanna play these games that I don't have yet. I'm really really hoping it's good for oh, your sake. Me too, because man. it comes out and it's like slightly of a disappointment. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be bad. I think even too like if if I actually can just like fly anywhere in that game, I think I would be already like happy. Yeah, like even like twice as happy than I was with like Destiny. Because or sorry, um, yeah, I guess Vision. Destiny too. But um, the division, yeah. Like if it's if it's even remotely able to just like okay, you can fly. You don't have to worry about like thrusters powering down and stuff. I'd just be like, yes, just let me fly everywhere. That'd be cool. But ah man, because I just love I love like little dumb things like that in video games. No, I agree. Just just get into just get into explore. But I don't know, man. There's um small small side tangent. I didn't put this in any of our stories that we've had in the past few weeks. Um, but there was a there was a game that came out I think last year on the PS4 and I think it had been on the PC earlier than the PS4 release date, mm-hmm. um, but it was called um, Elite Dangerous I believe and it's oh. a space space um, mission or space game I should say. Right. Um, it kind of gave me vibes of like Eve Online. Oh. Because it's still like open space world PvP kind of thing. Didn't you get that game a while ago? I do have it. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't started it yet, but um, I got it because I thought it was going to be like Eve Online. I was like, okay, I'll I'll play this, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. Right. But um, found out uh, a few weeks ago, I think, that 
apparently they so they did this once before and they as in like the players of the game but um they are doing it again and it started um in early january of this year where it's like um something like i think it's like something like eight thousand something players all banding together to explore everywhere within the game Dang. and like we're talking about like space and like star systems and like different like clusters and whatnot but they're going everywhere and they're like logging things down and stuff they're basically doing like a space expedition to explore the galaxy right in um elite dangerous and it's gonna take them i think like nine months to do it <laughs> but they're doing it they've already started and Good i'm just like them. man this is crazy like the stuff people do like in these games like that's that's a that's a huge step up above 81 hours that's for true. destiny 2 raid kind yeah. of thing puzzle but I was just like, man, the things that people can do for these games is in, is mind-boggling. That is so much, so much respect. Dedication. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool like example. Like, you get to just be like a space explorer and just explore everything within the game, and you're mm-hmm. coordinating with like thousands of players people, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh That's man, really cool. It's super cool. I'm 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 hoping to that they'll kind of keep up with updates on how their their things going i think um charlie hall on polygon's covering it a oh lot. okay That's so cool. he's been putting out things about it and it's it's pretty interesting but i was like man when they when i found out about it i was like geez you guys are crazy That's awesome really cool. oh my god it's almost similar to uh i know there's been you know there's been massive problems with fallout 76 and there's oh, like yeah, apparently yeah. no mm-hmm. end boss or whatever yeah there's mm-hmm. a user who oh who mm-hmm. made himself yeah like the end the boss kind of thing yeah. Which I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Also, though, um, I think I maybe maybe it was a different story about that same thing. I think also though is like when so the user made himself like the end game boss <clears throat> kind of thing and stuff, right? Yeah. But um, I think also then like people like teamed up and like nuked him. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Just like oh man, you can't of people course. people can't just like leave these nice things going. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought I thought that's cool. It's it's cool how these like. Kind of like um, open world slash like ongoing universe games and stuff just continue to like progress. live yep. and progress on their own. It's, it's it's cool to see people like thriving in these different mm-hmm. communities and whatnot. Uh, we mentioned Anthem and that's actually the topic for number Ooh. six a little bit. So in Anthem, apparently um, on Polygon... Um, oh, hold on a second. I put, there we go. Ryan Gilliam. I put initials and I was like, I should know <laughs> this because I put it earlier, but I got it. So Ryan Gilliam on Polygon, um, he had a story up that apparently Anthem has, I mean, this is my words, has all the matchmaking, you know? So in, in Destiny, when Destiny first came out yes. and also Destiny 2 to an extent, um, my, my problem with, with playing it was that I don't have a dedicated fire team to join up in to do all these like um, strikes. I remember what they're called. Mm-hmm. So strikes and raids, and so that kind of locks me out of the later content, basically. Right. Because I'm just like, I, there's no matchmaking for those things. There's there is in Destiny Two, I think, for strikes, but there's nothing for um, raids. Okay. And so when I heard that Anthem has um, matchmaking just for everything that you do within the game. I got super excited because I'm like, now I can just jump into it. Anything, yeah. I mean, maybe the people that I jump into it will suck, but but at least <laughs> there's people. Yeah, at least there's people yeah. there that will like help us progress because then obviously we're all working towards this goal and stuff. We all want to finish it, right? But um, 
Does does stuff like this make you excited for multiplayer stuff at all? Honestly, no. Dang it, Michael. I know. I'm trying, it's, I'm trying to drag you I in know, slowly I to could, the I, I got a little bit of that there. Like, I <laughs> I will try it out. Like, if you came to me, like, oh, Michael, let's try this. I'm like, okay, I'll jump in with you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't right now, unless it's amazing. Yeah. I, I can't see myself. Like, I would play it a couple times. Yeah. And then probably not do it again. Yeah, okay. Because I did yeah. that with Destiny, and I've done it mm-hmm. with Call of Duty and all the other ones that have multiplayer. Yeah. I yeah. tried. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Not for you. Um, not for me. Yeah. What would what would what would bring you into a multiplayer game? I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. It's really because you you've had experiences like you talked about. I think last week that you had times where you enjoyed doing the multiplayer stuff, like teaming up with some random person yeah. in Destiny on like a strike, and then you banding together and you're just like working your way yep. through and you eventually accomplish this goal and you're just like yeah that was even, great even with that that was like one of the first times i did destiny king oh, the strength with okay somebody and then i never did it again after that even with that good experience mm-hmm. I, I don't know i honestly don't know what would pull me into things like that like i'm more of a fan of like couch co-op and stuff oh yeah like yeah. them mm-hmm. being right next to you and stuff yeah, and even yeah. still then i'm I won't do it too much. Yeah, it's like you you want to be able to jump out and do whatever you want yeah, rather than I, that, like I think that's the thing. I having like to stay in with I a like group. I like doing things on my own. Yeah. yeah. I think I I guess that kind of translates to in real life. I I'm totally fine being independent and like being by myself doing things. Like when you guys go yeah, out yeah. to like on a trip I'm like oh I got the whole house to myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Like I I enjoy company and stuff like that, but in video games I like to be able to just do my own thing. Do what I want, not have to like. Okay, let's do this now. Oh, we have to go this way. People are gonna do this. We got to do this as a team and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's. You want to run things at your own pace. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why I kind of like. I don't like tours too much or guided tours. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because mm-hmm. it's cool to learn things about what you're like, looking at and stuff, but mm-hmm. like. But you have to keep up with everyone. Yeah, else's they pace tell you certain and... things. There's a time limit and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd rather explore and tour it myself. Yeah. And like take the time to look at this. Take the time to read this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're not particularly interested in one thing, you just kind of move on to the next thing. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I can get that. I'm trying to think of a way that they could kind of like incorporate that into into games, and I can't think of something other than just being able to move on your own screen, like independent from whatever like missions are going on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe if they just have a thing where you can jump into the world and the world still exists there while you're maybe like your team of like three or four are somewhere else doing something but you can stay in like the area that you're at and then yeah it's not like a checkpoint happens and it pulls you straight to where they are if it's stuff. something like you you have a team mm-hmm. but you can say like anthem you have a team and you're doing missions and stuff but you can like go somewhere else yeah and do something else on your own and then come back fly back and join them and do something else and then fly back and you have like the choice to go in and out like it's yeah, not like yeah. a exit screen go to the multiplayer, wait for a matchmaking thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If it's like very fluid, like I can go in and out whenever I want and stuff, Yeah. then maybe I could see it being more of a thing I would do. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure they probably have something like that planned. Mm-hmm. I would just think that it's like, then then it becomes a case of like, everyone's taking on some some boss and you need people there to revive you. Yeah. And then it's like, everyone, like the four, three or four people on your team are like dead. And you're like, where's Michael? And then you're Fine. like, you're somewhere else, like on the other side of the map. And you're like, I'm like five like, minutes away, heck, don't man? worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, then it becomes that kind of thing. And somebody, somebody ends up being the jerk on the team who like leaves the rest of the team <laughs> <That'd> behind. Be- <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah 
We gotta we gotta slowly bring you into some multiplayer games. Very slowly, yes. Very slowly. You saw? Did you did you download Destiny Two when it was free on PS Plus? We have we have it right. We bought. Oh it. wait, did you did you buy the digital version of Destiny Two? Yeah. Oh okay okay gotcha. Because I, I have the disc, I think, mm-hmm. and then I also just downloaded the PS Plus version when it was free and whatnot. You, you, buy, you have two both. You have both. Yeah, I think so. I or I, I have I have I have the physical version and the digital. Oh, thing, okay, it was. that's yeah. interesting. I mean, just in case my my disc ever breaks, then right? That yeah, I'm covered is what I do it for. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, I'm excited for for Anthem in the the near future. I'm excited. We're, I don't we're, think we're not as up. excited as you are. Yeah, and I'm and I don't even think I'm as excited as some other people are. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still hoping that it'll be good. Cautious. Yeah. I'm, after after the division burnt me a little bit, the first one, <laughs> I was just like, mm, never again, never mm-hmm. again. I'm letting myself kind of like get there a little bit, and I'm keep on raining my emotions back in. I'm just like, no, just yeah. save it for once it comes out, and you'll find out. But but that's what like a month and i think is it the 15th or the 22nd it comes out i think it's 22nd still I think the 22nd yeah that's Unless the one it's delayed there. again <laughs> no no but yeah so, so if that comes out like a month and three <laughs> days from now um there's another game though that has been in the works for a while and this game has kind of just recently had some actual progress in terms of showing its face to the public a little bit so number seven um the dreams beta different Different thing i was thinking of death stranding oh no that's different (laughs) and we can get into that afterwards um but the dreams beta and this is a game by uh, media molecule Mm -hmm. from sony little big planet yeah yeah the people who did little big planet um so their beta is finally apparently happening and i think it's going on this month um this was a semi-older story i think it was from like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um from ons good on polygon and i think earlier in the month people were able to sign up for it um i think even before that there was like a private kind of email list that you applied for like a closed version of the beta and then you got it or you didn't get it kind of thing okay but Apparently the the beta is going on, and if I'm getting my uh, my thoughts right here, um, if my memory's right, I think the beta was originally planned for 2016 or 2017, and each year it was kind of like, okay, it's coming next year, and like, okay, it's coming next year, until finally we're actually getting the beta. Yes, like two or three years late. So. Obviously, like, it's been shown at a bunch of different, like, conferences until they eventually just stopped talking about it altogether. Smart. <laughs> and I was kind of wondering, like, now that we're getting this beta, do you think it's kind of just, like, too little too late at this point? Should we have even worried about a beta at this point, I, I, even though it was I promised really a while ago? I really don't think they should even release the beta. Mm. Do you think they should even release the game? That's a, that's a because it worries me that it's question. been in development for so long, for so long and the beta took so long to come out like what is what is the actual game gonna be like if it's been in development for mm-hmm. forever i feel like it might be a thing like uh <clears throat> had a <clears throat> one game in my head oh like uh mighty number nine oh in yeah, sense, yeah like it got mm-hmm. pushed back pushed back and like oh man this game's gonna come out sometime yeah and then it did come out and it wasn't super good yeah yeah. or even like crackdown like we don't know how the game's gonna be but push back and push back i feel like the not the hype but the interest in it just slowly yeah it slowly declines yeah Yeah. 
I, 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 I still feel like release it just to see if they if they're happy with it, mm-hmm. even though it's taken so long, and they think it'll do good. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. I and I think yeah, and sorry to clear that up. I think that medium. I'm not saying that medium molecules shouldn't release it. I'm wondering if Sony has like thought about like should we even like release this at this point? Like have have we sunk sure enough money into it <laughs> that there's no going back anymore, and you have to put this out, or is it like? We're so worried about this thing just tanking that we just cut it off, right. and then it just kind of slowly slips out of consciousness for people. I feel like they almost at this point they have to release it, kind of like oh, no, they're yeah, so they far do. into it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even if it does poorly, they can say it's out finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know if I'm gonna play it. Like oh maybe check it out maybe. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on its price point for yeah. me. I think is a big thing. Because if it's if it's really heavily based around like content creation, then I don't know how much of that I'll do. Mm-hmm. Like I I'll look into that a lot for um, RPG Maker MV when that comes out. Yeah. But I don't know how much content creation I'll do really want to do in Dreams. Just because mm-hmm. I I wanna I wanna see how easy it is to use the tools. I guess. Yeah. And I mean, and if it's gonna be something that's difficult to do with a controller that's going to put a lot of people off too it's true because they've shown a lot of um people using the um the move wands and stuff and i mean i mean granted i have two of those but i think (laughs) i'm the minority yeah like definitely the minority in that case so i don't know if it's hard with a controller like i'm very scared for for media molecule and i just worry that like if this doesn't do well then media molecule might just be like closing down after this which is a really maybe which would suck yeah yeah I'm, I'm getting huge. I know they're different games. I'm getting very big, like, Spore vibes. Oh. Like, when Spore mm-hmm. came out, like, oh, there's a lot of talk about it and stuff. And you, yeah. Brandon, Brian, and all that played it. I never really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, yeah, they, they definitely got me into it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So maybe it'll be a thing like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah. And I know, like, um, way back when the. I think in the early days of the the consoles coming out, the the new new gen like PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember a thing called Project Spark for Xbox One? It sounds familiar, maybe. Okay, it, it was it was basically a game where you um, created stuff, and it seemed pretty cool at the time. Like you could um, put in like personality traits for the things you created. Like you would give a rock the ability to like jump or something right and that's not the personality thing but right it's right. like you could give them commands that they would do and then set things up so that you basically create your own kind of like game mm. and like systems within the game and i mean that sounded cool at the time because yeah. i mean some of the things they had the thing doing was like you were a i want to say i think that you you made your character and or the, like for the demo right or the the conference they made their character be like a rock with like now arms and a sword and then goblins are starting to come and attack so like you made this like crazy like grass slide like on the fly and then it let your character like slide down to the dude so you could start like bashing away at him so i mean that was cool when i was watching i was like oh this seems fun i just didn't have an xbox one at the time Mm -hmm. and then i don't think project spark did very well so i don't know we'll see scary scary business it is very talking about these these very like niche games cautious for um dreams dreams i was gonna yeah. say the publisher um oh media molecule media molecule yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm hoping that they that they know what they're doing and everything and that it'll it'll do well because mm-hmm. i'd like to see them still be around because yeah. they're there's not like a 
what's it called? I feel like um, as we kind of like go further into the consoles and stuff, like their life cycles, I feel like we're seeing a lot of like older studios like close down. Like, like I was shocked when, when Visceral closed down yeah. and I was just like, no, no way. They've been around for so long and like and, uh, Dead Space and stuff. And um, Telltale's. Yeah. Yeah. When Telltale closed down, I was just like, geez, man, like some of these like really large old studios are just, I've gone all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's scary seeing these things happen. And I mean, obviously we get a lot of new studios popping up as well, but I don't know. It's, it's just scary business. It is very, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> And speaking of new studios, actually, there's one here that I wanted to mention, um, number eight on the Bropinion Report. Um, so the, a new studio has been opened, uh, according to James Batchelor on gamesindustry.biz. What a last name. <laughs> yeah, great name. <laughs> um, I think it's Batchelor with a T in there. There's, oh. no, there's no T in... Yeah, it's not... Yeah, because it's like Bachelor. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I I say, to you're speak, asking I the person who can't spell very well. <laughs> I'm just going to say I had no. to sound it out in my head, and I'm like, no, yeah, there's no T in there normally. <laughs> um, but the the new studio is called Winterborn. That's a nice name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Um, it's going to be a Seattle-based indie Ooh. Um, studio, um, and they're working on... I mean, it's not your favorite. Um, tactical RPG-based games. Okay. Yeah, so they're they're based on um, homemade tabletop games. Oh, so okay. It sounds pretty interesting so far. Um, apparently, some of the people in the studio um, used to work for Infinity Ward, so the people who did like a bunch of Call of Duty games. Oh, okay. So like the um, that's going from sh- uh, first person shooter to uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the people who worked on um, let's see, the so according to the article, um, the studio head, um, designer and programmer, uh, Kent Gamble who has previously worked on or worked as an engineer at both infinity ward and before this beachhead studio. And he's contributed to call of duty ghosts, advanced warfare and infinite warfare. Um, and then his, I think, yeah, no. So it's this artist and designer, um, Moody Hamo also worked at the call of duty studio for several years. So they've okay. got some pretty, pretty, um, impressive things that they've worked on, which is good. Yeah. Um, but they're apparently already at work on a tactical RPG, which I, I enjoy those games. I don't yeah, play them a whole it's for, lot. It's for people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'll, I'll, I just want to throw that in there because I think it's, it's fun to find out that new studios are being created out of old studios. Mm-hmm. So I want to eventually, eventually be reading a story in which like Winter, sorry, I almost said Winterhead, Winterborn <laughs> is now putting out this new game kind of thing. And right. That'd be, that'd be cool to see. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that is all I have for my section. What do you have for number nine on the report there, Michael? Just wanted to be sure. Oh, be sure we had the same thing? Yeah. I mean, you could even switch it up. Yeah. Too, so. um, first one I have is, it's not like a news article or anything, but it's mm-hmm. it's something that I thought was pretty interesting. There's an article on Kotaku by a guy named Nathan Grayson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Keys to a Good Mortal Kombat Fatality, Rhythm and okay. Humor. Okay. So it goes into the article talking about the guy, the art director of Mortal Kombat 11, Steve Burnan, Buran, B E R A N, Buran, Buran, okay, Buran. yeah, and uh, how he's made the gore and the humor and stuff in Mortal Kombat since mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah, he's yeah. always there. He's from the first game from the 90s to now, mm-hmm. and it goes into like oh the different scenes, like the fatalities, what his favorite thing is, what makes it Mortal Kombat, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then I went down into the comments just to to read it, 
And there's a first comment that said, I will read, at one point watching a Mortal Kombat 11 fatality, I realized if it wasn't Mortal Kombat, I would have noped out immediately. In mm. general, I really, really, really don't like seeing that level of violence oh, yeah, to the yeah. point of panic attacks. But when it's Mortal Kombat, I somehow have a lot more tolerance. I don't even have to look away. I'm just fine. Say what you will about desens- desensitization, the but it can be pretty limited in scope and scope apparently. So my question, yeah. I thought about this is, um, what are hold on? Okay, how are you with games with massive gore and violence? Is the first part, mm, okay. and then second part is, do you feel it's there's certain games that it's more suited for, like Mortal Kombat, that like if Mortal Kombat didn't have the gore, it wouldn't yeah. be the same kind of thing, in general. Kind mm, of thing? Okay, interesting. Uh, so I, I forget, either one or two episodes ago, I think I mentioned in there, and it had to do with um, Gears of War, that I'm just not a fan of, like, hyper-intense gore within games. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, the more realistic it gets, the less likely I am to enjoy it. Yes. So, like, for the, for Mortal Kombat, I've never really been a fan of those games. Um, w- like, one, for one on there, it's like I'm, I'm not super into fighting games in general. Yeah, I agree um but yeah the the mortal kombat games i think over time have gotten like more and more like gory and gross to just mm-hmm. watch in general <laughs> so yeah like that that's that's kind of always been like for for me it's like almost the opposite where that um hyper intense um gore in there and violence um has turned me off of the games like i don't even really want to play them just because of that stuff mm-hmm. like I, I like the um, characters within there. Like, I like um, Raiden and Scorpio. And Sub-Zero. And Sub-Zero, yeah. Like, those three are my favorite people in there. Most and then, the main Yeah, the, 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 main, the main three, basically. <laughs> but I feel like those three are the more interesting ones. Yeah. Like, um, was it uh, Luke Cage or something? Is that his name? Uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, there we go. Is, is Liu Kang Liu Kang, I think person? he's the one. I, again, I don't okay. know too much about Mortal Kombat. I'm trying to remember, like, based on my limited Mortal Kombat knowledge. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I know of, like, other people within the games a little bit, but they're never, like, super interesting for me. Mm-hmm. I think the, the maybe it's just because they're, like, ninjas, basically, with, like, Scorpio and Sub-Zero. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think those ones were, like, the most interesting characters. And it's because of their, like, rivalry with each other. I found that stuff interesting. Mm-hmm. But the... I don't know. I, if you were to ask me, like, what's the story behind Mortal Kombat? I don't know. There's, don't like, either. some kind of, like, <laughs> interdimensional fighting tournament that these people all like go that. to. I don't know. Like, it's it's more obtuse to me than, like, the Dead or Alive storylines, mm-hmm. which are already very confusing. Yeah. But, yeah. So, like, that's that's that. Like, the in terms of the gore in games, I don't think there's any games where I particularly enjoy it. I was about to say, mm. what about for the new the one shot of resident evil 2 that was some extreme gore going on okay yeah so so that's yeah so that's like yeah, some that's games true. like my other mm-hmm. like my second part of the question like there i feel like there's some games mm-hmm. that, that it works with, for that it works for like hence resident evil yeah i think yeah i guess i guess yeah in terms of resident evil and like especially the newest one those ones and maybe it's because like um the older games i never found super um gory mm-hmm. to begin with um, I would I would say that like Dead Space was gorier than yeah the, the Resident Evils like four five and six that I played and stuff and those were like the newer Resident Evils at the time. Um, but 
yeah, for like Resident Evil Two, like yeah, that was it was it was getting a little bit where I was just like, like wow, like, that's <laughs> gross. Yeah, but I I have to play it to find out if that's like few and far between points or if that's like pretty much the norm. Mm-hmm. But then I mean, also like within the the universe, like those are zombies. Like zombies are decaying creatures that exactly. are some somehow alive, and they're <laughs> like if you think about it, the body's decaying and it's gonna fall apart. So yeah. That's that's like a normal thing. When you see like Scorpio punching, I don't know, Raiden and like grabbing his spine out of his body, I'm just like, that's not something that people normally do. Don't don't tell me that's something that you can just do. They did a video of they showed a bunch of like fatali- fatalities from the new Mortal Kombat game, mm-hmm. and there's one that it's really intense. Yeah, I forget, don't know the character, but she makes blood come out of the dude. Like, oh. It, comes out and then she solidifies it to ice picks and stabs it through his body yeah. and then grabs one of them and like Jeez. stabs his eyeball out of the back of his head i'm like oh my yeah. god yeah see that's just like that's, <laughs> to me so that's just intense. like oh man like that's that's kind of what mortal combat sh- combat's shtick is at yeah. this point is like they they, selling point. they need to do the hyper intense violence and gross fatalities because that's kind of what they're known for at this point mm-hmm. like if 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 a mortal combat game came out nowadays and there were say like no fatalities or no like hyper gruesome fatalities i think people would be like what'd you do to the game yeah this isn't mortal kombat yeah like maybe i would enjoy it but then like people would be the people who actually enjoy mortal kombat games would be like you just ruined it for us yeah and i'd be like you guys are gross and also maybe think about finding something that's not so gross to enjoy (laughs) but yeah i don't know man just kidding, guys. If you enjoy Mortal Kombat, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's perspective. It's not now. for me. <laughs> That's for sure. Even like a small little tangent, like the the deaths in uh, Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider series. Oh yeah, yeah. Those some of those hard were like, for me. wow, mm-hmm. dang, this is really intense. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I try to avoid. I mean, it's a good policy for any video yeah, game to avoid die. dying. <laughs> but like in the Tomb Raider games, especially, I try to avoid it all the They're time because really I'm just intense. like. I'm just like, no, yeah, she gets like speared by like some kind of gross like plywood or something. I'm yeah. just like, nah, nope, don't like that. Okay. It was the gears? Yeah, gears of war. Like when you when you die and you just blown up into <laughs> pieces. I'm just like, this is super unnecessary. Like, did you really further anything in the game by making my character explode when he gets shot? Oh uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. What was what was the second part of that question you mentioned? Is there like any games that stood out that you feel like gore? Oh uh, okay. Yeah. So then maybe maybe just for the Resident Evil Two or Dead Space or Dead Space. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because Dead Space is very like the the creatures are dead bodies that have mutated so mm-hmm. yeah if if they're crazy monsters with knife hands then <laughs> you can you can probably expect they're gonna chop you in half and stuff and it's gonna be nasty yep. but and parasites and all that good stuff yeah Ugh. what about what about for you do you have any anything there I, f- I feel like i'm more lenient on the gore and aspect and stuff mm. like i don't like horror oh yeah, yeah but like if it's like gore i never really had a problem with like Mortal Kombat, I feel like if they took out the gore, it wouldn't be Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, because like, you, you've played. I've seen you play. Yeah, I played ten, 10. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting to me and stuff. And for like Resident Evil, I feel like it needs that gore and dead space and all that stuff. Yeah, and even like even for like Tomb Raider, with her deaths, even though it's like unnecessary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like it makes it more <clears throat> that makes much it more, more real. Yeah, more real. Like, oh, this could actually happen, or much more intense. Like, oh God, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. That suspense kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> really makes you not want to die because exactly. you don't want to see exactly. what's going to happen to her. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. On to my second. Okay. Okay. Thing. Another. Not. I guess like a news thing, but more of like an also like an opinion thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this article is from Polygon. 
by Owen S. Good. Uh-huh. And it states, Skyrim Together multiplayer mod nears full release at last. Is it Skyrim Together? Yeah, Skyrim Together multiplayer is what Ooh. it's called. Mod. Yeah, yeah. And I'll read a little bit of it. Skyrim Together, a mod supporting eight-player cooperative multiplayer in the Elder Scrolls Skyrim game, will go into a closed beta soon with the intent of releasing it to everyone very soon thereafter. The creator said earlier this week. Mm -hmm. Now, the article doesn't say if it's on PC or whatever. I'm assuming it's PC. It'll get into my question here. And they're basically like saying, oh, this is going to be like Fallout 76, but more mm-hmm. of like a community thing like we're making it and stuff so yeah yeah more feedback and all that stuff yeah, okay. but i was reading i'm like oh, okay i've always been like a fan of mods mm-hmm. in like uh what was the game that was on the computer that gary's mod. gary's mod yes 100 yeah. percent like gary's mod like it's a half-life 2 mod or half-life okay. mod yeah. kind of thing things like that but this leads into my question how are you with mods like how do they stand with you oh okay second part mm-hmm. do you think they should ever be in a perfect world, mm-hmm. be implemented into consoles. Oh, like you okay. can mod console games without any repercussions. Okay, okay. Now are you saying like, because are you saying all console games? Because I know like Skyrim Ones has, that has they, it in there. That mods like would work well with. Oh, okay, okay. Um, let's see. I I think for me, I've never really delved into trying the mods. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I don't I don't play a whole lot of PC stuff. Um. And because of the fact that in, I forget if, I think Fallout 4 has mods, but I don't think I ever clicked on it if it does. Um, but Skyrim, for sure, like it had mods on there. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some really cool mods um, just in videos that people have made. Like some of them real nerdy videos. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, man, like <laughs> you're getting real into the depths of like shaders and stuff for characters to make them look prettier. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, they look, they actually do look good in Skyrim now. I'm just like, man, if I could make everyone look like that. It'd be great, yep. but um, yeah. But I think like even in there, like when when I click on it and it's like, oh, if you do this, you turn off trophy functionality. That's... Then I'm just like, oh, you guys suck so bad. So, yeah. so then I just I've never tried the mods, but I've seen some crazy things like people build like a dwarven city in the sky mm-hmm. and stuff, and all these all these cool things that make me want to play mod stuff on there. Um, yeah, but I think in terms of wanting them on consoles i don't know i feel like i i if they were on there and it didn't throw away the what's it called um the trophy getting yeah if it didn't throw away the trophy achievement portion of it then i would probably enjoy them a whole lot more Mm -hmm. and i and i mean to i know they do it because they don't want people you know popping all the trophies at once because of something they did which i don't know how you would do that within a mod it doesn't make sense to me doesn't either but I don't know. I feel like if you were to, yeah, just leave it on there, the people who want to cheat can cheat, and then the people who want to enjoy these cool mods and stuff, like, they get to do that and still play the game while making progress, you know, mm-hmm. for those kinds of, like, nerdy things that I like. But Do you think they'll ever allow mods to, um, like, PlayStation or Xbox? I mean... Or even Nintendo. Nintendo, I feel like, be the stricter of the three. Yeah, yeah, I think Nintendo would probably be the strictest. Um... I think they'll slowly kind of start adding more in because I mean some games have already gotten them, mm-hmm. but it's like very few at this point. Even like uh, the the Nintendo NES Classic on the Switch, oh. they'll release a a new three new games a month. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes they'll have like a special version of it, like they released a uh, the first Zelda game mm-hmm. like one month or a couple months ago, 
And like the next month they released a special version of it where you had all the items, all the hearts and stuff, and you can just play through the game like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So in a sense, that's huh. kind of like a mod. Yeah. Like you yeah. already have everything from the beginning and you just go through the game like oh, speed weird. Yeah. They've done it for that. They've done it for Metroid. Mm-hmm. And they did it for, I think, Ninja Gaiden. Oh, okay. It okay. just released. Oh, wow. I didn't know they were doing that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's like maybe Nintendo isn't the strictest. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe they're the not. most lenient. <laughs> but, yeah, that's super interesting. I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it'd be cool to see, like, more stuff. Because then I feel like it's nice to see things that people in the community create. Because... Yeah, have, like, a creator section. Of, like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you can play the real game where you can jump into this part and see, like, what people have done. Yeah, yeah. And if you just time. don't gate it off with, like... Like oh you can't you can't get anything that you would get in the normal game when you play this fake game stuff but you can you can try them out then I'm yep. just like oh that kind of sucks so make it seem like it's more like part of the universe rather than like a totally separate thing and stuff exactly but I get the whole like creators want their thing to be separate and stuff mm-hmm. so pluses and minuses it's almost like uh I know Minecraft has they have the that one mode and then they have Oh yeah, like like they have editor they have mode the, or something. Yeah, they have like um, survival mode. mode and then creators mode. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. just do whatever, see what people have made and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because in creators mode, I think you can you can just like fly and mm-hmm. stuff. You don't have you to you do don't whatever to walk. you want. You have unlimited resources. So you can just create things, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be it'd be cool to see more mod stuff. Mm-hmm. They did release. It was a while ago. They did a thing with uh, The Witcher Three, oh. where it's first person perspective. Oh, interesting. There's no gameplay. There's no fighting, but you can go out through the whole world mm. in Geralt's view, like what it would look like, and go like everywhere and see it and stuff. Ah. Like, oh, that that would be cool if you just want like a relaxing, yeah, yeah, view of the world and stuff. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Like, and then they had that in um, Grand Theft Auto Five too. Oh, could, really? Eventually, they they put it in so that you could just be you could play the whole thing in first person. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, these these little like cool that. additions and like mods and mm-hmm. stuff. But, Hopefully, one day. Yeah, one Maybe. day, one day. We're not strict. Yeah, oh, man. Okay, jumping to my last one. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one I thought was really interesting. And it, actually, I, I found it going on Google, and it was like on page 10 of like oh my gosh. video games. Because I was like, That's oh, like you went into the weeds I just want to see. The article was, or article was mm-hmm. released the 19th. So oh, okay. This Today, morning, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's on the website metro.co.uk. Mm-hmm. and slash game central so i think it's like a uk either gaming magazine or gaming website yeah yeah um but the article is about video game pet peeves mm, okay. so they had their readers or viewers or whatever <clears throat> write in and to say what their pet peeves on video games were mm-hmm. and there were some like let me read a couple um there's people who wanted um voice acting instead of like no speech like um, oh okay like say like the main character in persona 5 he doesn't talk you just click whatever oh, that's right yeah yeah says anything, that huh? kind of bothered me a little bit and stuff mm-hmm. um there are other things like um games telling you what to do exactly where to go and like uh, almost like yeah. holding your hand throughout the game and stuff yeah yeah and there was one that was like really i don't agree with but again it's his perspective was cutscenes. Oh, he doesn't he, like, like them? He hates cutscenes because he's like... He, oh, wow. He says in this that... Let me find it. Um, maybe it's because I'm older or I've watched too much brilliant written television. Oh. Breaking Bad, <laughs> True Detective, or The Night Of, for instance. Yeah. The yeah. truth is I have no patience for stories and games anymore because they're all juvenile rubbish. And I'm like, wow, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like them. I say it sounds like he doesn't like games anymore. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying. But it made me thinking, what are your 
video game pet peeves, if hmm. any. Thanks. <clears throat> uh, as you were kind of going through that stuff, I was trying to think of what it might be. Um, I think, like on the smaller side, it's probably not a, it's not the level of a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really enjoy, um, uh, they even have like their own term, like uh, fetch quests. Where it's like, oh, like oh, go yeah. get me like five buckets of milk and bring it back here, and I'll yep. give you a reward kind of thing. Like I don't enjoy that stuff. I, I've, I've, I think I've commented on it before, but I like the direction that some games are taking. Where, um, what's it called? Oh, and actually, that's 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 maybe another thing that I don't really enjoy in games is uh, grinding. Yeah, grinding for levels. Um, the way that I try to play RPGs is that I fight everything that appears. Because in my mind, if if I fight everything as it pops up, um, obviously within reason, not, I'm not like running backwards <laughs> if something comes against yeah. me. If I'm on my way to somewhere and I fight everything that appears, then I should be leveled up enough to face whatever's coming up the next boss, kind of thing. Right. If I avoid things, then I'm like, okay, I'm underleveled because I did that on my own and I messed up. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, I don't like games where you'd have to like you go and if i if i were to go and do that and then i end up there and i'm like five levels too low i'm like well that's bad game design because the monsters aren't popping up enough for me to fight them along the way to gain enough leveling Mm -hmm. or you just want me to go around and grind which i don't like right um but i think those two are probably some of the bigger things yeah, I'll try to think of some more. What, what about for you? I got two that come to my mind. Okay, okay. First one is kind of like your the fetching machines. Mm-hmm. I don't like um, protection or escorting missions. Oh. Where you're yeah. supposed to like protect them or take them to a certain point and baggies are just coming at you. I hate those. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, sometimes you have to do them like to move mm-hmm. on with the story. I can't think of a certain game to do it, but. I mean, like uh, in the beginning of The Witcher 2, you have to do a protection mission. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Or not, not not right in the beginning, but right after the prologue story area. Right. When you're going to the first <clears throat> town in, in, like, the first, I don't know, it's, it's not chapters, I forget what it was, but, like, first um, scene of the mm. game kind of thing. It's like you're you're protecting um, Triss as she's oh. holding up a barrier, and things will come into the barrier as you're going. God, because, those. and, I mean, it makes sense in terms of the um, story that's going on. Because yes. they're, like, <clears throat> pelting you with arrows, I think. And so she has the barrier up so you guys can get to the city safely. Mm-hmm. But then bad guys will come into the barrier and you have to fight them off and whatnot. Right. right. And then they kind of did that in the, uh, one of the Yakuza games. I think you want me, yeah, Kiwami 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the pre, uh, people you're with gets shot. Uh. And you're supposed to, they are, they're on your back and you're supposed to get him to like the, the hospital, like underground hospital and stuff. Oh, yeah. And you have to run over there because you're on one side <laughs> of the stage. But then there's people that stop you like, oh my gosh, is she Okay. Let me do this, blah blah blah. And you have to like mash the text box to get away because their health is slowly draining and stuff. Oh jeez! Like it was a little frustrating, but they give you enough time and you can go around it to make it easy and uh, stuff. Okay, yeah. But just ones where they core just come at you. I'm like, nah, oh, God, I don't uh-huh. want to do this. But the second one, and this one, this one's a little bit more frustrating to me. And I know it's happened in multiple games, but the one that stands out the most to me is the Tales games, hmm. is where they don't tell you where to go. Like, oh, in a I sense, see. like yeah. Tales games are very linear, and I yeah. can understand if like if it's like an open world, they don't have to tell you what to do. You can do whatever, mm-hmm. but they'll tell you like, oh, find this person, or like go to the city gates, and yeah, you open yeah. the map, and there's like, yeah, like no no checkpoint or no no waypoints. Yeah, there's no like, waypoints, and I'm like, 
which which screen or which part of the world was I supposed to go to? Uh, and I've spent hours, not hours, but a lot of time, a lot of time just wandering. Oh, this isn't it. Let me go back. Oh, I gotta go this way. Nope, go around to this side and things like that. I'm like, just give me like one little pinpoint of where to go. I'll be fine. Uh, okay. But I noticed Tales games do that a lot. They yeah. Don't really. And I I think they've gotten better at it. Yeah. Like, Hysteria, um, I think, was one of the first ones that I can think of where they started implementing a a waypoint oh, really? system kind of thing where like if you're on the like obviously not on the world map because the world map is huge and, mm-hmm. and i guess it wouldn't mm-hmm. make too much sense to have it there but um when you're in like the the mini map area if you enter the area or if you're getting close to the area there's like always like a green dot i think green or blue dot on the mini map somewhere and if you follow in that direction, it takes you to the area eventually. See something like that? That would be good. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they've been starting to do kind. it. I don't. I, you played Berseria, so yeah. I, you, I can't I don't remember, remember if Berseria. You know it's been a while. Oh, okay. If they have it or not, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and I guess for those ones, yeah, maybe maybe some people like that because they enjoy the like having to find things. Like I mean, obviously it's like it's like okay, we we need to go find this guy. And he's like an underground like healer kind of person. Like it wouldn't make sense for him to be like waypoint right here. Go, yeah. go find him. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Just so, It I, makes things more difficult. It than, does. Yeah. Like kind of a time waster, in uh, like my opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all it's all about that story, man. It you is gotta, all about the story. You gotta then see that's the thing too, is like it makes those games tough. Not those ones, but just games in general that don't have specific waypoints where it's like you end up um jumping out of a game for a while and you go back and you're like okay i what forgot am I, to do? <laughs> I forgot what i was doing also i forgot the story beats that people told me of like where to find certain people and mm-hmm. stuff so i think it's tough that way yeah uh, any other pet peeves that came to your head or is that it? um i think the last one i can think of that i really dislike um mm, actually okay two so I think one of one of these for sure is a is a pet peeve, um, and it was in the Gears series so far. Is bad checkpoints? Oh yeah, that's a good one. I really dislike those. We have to restart like, everything. And- yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if it's, I and I think I think it's very specific in terms of like this is the it's one of the few times that I've seen this in games is where like you usually I'm used to, if there if you have to play through a game and you're fighting waves of like creatures and stuff if you clear out an area in my mind that's a checkpoint yeah and then you go to the next area and have to do the same thing and then checkpoint hits but if there's like a long gap between checkpoints and you have to like re-clear out areas that's bad like yes. design in my mind I agree. so i think that's a that's a check or that's, that's a checkpoint. that's a checkpoint <laughs> that's a that's a pet peeve of mine uh-huh. um the other one is um and i think some games do it well but um, where towards the end of the game, you get a whole bunch of um, all the different enemies and like adversities you oh, faced within yeah. the game now all like in one like final like waves of enemies on like the last level kind of thing. Shovel Knight. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. Was Shovel that in Shovel Knight? Knight? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And and I guess, all the bosses I guess they have that in like Mega Man and stuff too, but like those ones, those ones, it's, it's not, I feel like it's not as bad because you're fighting all the things and now you know how to deal with it mm-hmm. in the the other ones. I mean, it's like, you know how to deal with like waves of enemies coming at you, but in that section, in that like specific thing, it's not fun to do that. Right. Whereas like in Mega Man, those ones are fun because you already have all the weapons and you know the order now. So you know what to do and how to like 
play against the boss and whatnot. Right. If it's like waves of just like nameless enemies coming at you, then it's just like, well, why am I why am no, I, I fighting a bunch of like monster closets here so that I can just like finish the story? Like yeah. if it's pertinent to the story, let it happen. Yes. But, that's a good point. Yeah. And that that's that's why like some of the games that have been um doing this um thing where they um, only have story or only have um, battles that are relevant to the story. Like I like that idea mm-hmm. in these like newer games that are coming out for like um, indie indie titles, right. like um, Long Gone Days, the the sniper one. Yeah. So I like the thought of that because it sounds like it clears out the the fluff, and I don't. I guess I don't like fluff in inside the stuff. Yeah, I agree. Too much fluff is not a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's 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 all I can think of though. All right. But. In terms of all those different things, like the video game pet peeves, like mm-hmm. obviously there's still a lot of things that we like about video games. Yes. And one thing that I like about video games is finding out when new games are coming oh. <laughs> So I have in front of me the entire list of upcoming games on the PlayStation Network as listed by Justin Massengill, brought to you by the Bros and Consoles co-hosts each and every weekend. I, I forget the thing. Like, am I supposed to do it? I don't think I was supposed to do it. <laughs> I, I forgot what I do usually. But I don't remember. I just made a noise, so there you go. It was good. Perfect. Oh, man. Perfect, perfect. <clears throat> you perfect, so, perfect. <laughs> I did say perfect, perfect. <laughs> so for this week, um, this is the upcoming week of January the 22nd is what they're calling it. Okay. Um, basically, it's the they always have the Tuesday date on there, right? Um, we have a total of nine games. and the yeah, f- small. Yeah, it is kind of small, which is nice sometimes. Sometimes it's good to have just like a few things mm-hmm. so you're not just drowning in a sea of new games. Um, the first one, speaking of drowning, is called A Fisherman's Tale. Ooh. Oh, man, segues. The, um, so this is a PSVR game coming out on Tuesday. Uh, it says, Bend and Twist Reality in A Fisherman's Tale, the mind-bending VR puzzle adventure game in which being turned upside down and inside out is not merely a play on words. Oh, that sounds kind of gross a little bit towards the end. A little bit, yeah. Jeez. Okay. Hopefully it's not too bad. Um, after that, we have one I'm excited for, At Sundown, Shots in the Dark. So um, this was one that I saw in a, a party mode for Kind of Funny Games a while ago. You are basically... Well, I'll read the description first and see if it covers it there. Um, At Sundown, Shots in the Dark is a stealth-driven top-down multiplayer shooter in which up to four players compete in both online and local deathmatch. Only the best will dominate each round and survive the ultimate challenge to rise to the top at sundown. Oh. There you go. That's that's pretty good explanation. No, that is pretty you good. You have all kinds of like different weapons you can choose from. Um, every character has their own color. So there's like green, yellow, blue, and red. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially, when you play it, um, the stealth portion they mentioned in there is that whenever you're in the dark, in, in like shadowed areas within the game, um, you're invisible. Ooh. And then you show up when you do things like sprint or dash or shoot because your shooting causes um, flashes of light from the guns, mm-hmm. right? So anything like that will cause you to be visible, and then everyone on the screen can see you since you're playing either online or, or locally. And then the idea is to get, like, the certain number of kills that you need to finish the game. So it, it looks like a really fun multi- multiplayer kind of game. I've, I've seen that one video, like, a bunch of times just because it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. But I'm excited for, for that one. Looks cool. So hopefully, hopefully when we get like group of people together, we can just bust it out, and I can bust out some trophies. 
<laughs> I like how you add the trophy part at the end. Oh man, I need the trophy part. <laughs> um, next up is a game called Future Grind, and that's coming to PS4 on Tuesday also, just like the previous two. And it says, grab your bike and hit the rails in Future Grind. And it's all one word, apparently. Um, a stylish stunt racer, all about tricks, skill, and speed. Think you have what it takes? Test your limits while grinding to the, b- sorry, to the ba- <laughs> base? Yeah. Base pounding beats of an original soundtrack by Big Nick. All right. Big Nick. He's Big my, Nick. He's my go-to. He's my, he's my go-to base pounding beats person. Yes, he is. I almost read it as bass because I always look at that word and I'm like yeah. bass fishing. Same you know? here. I'm just like, okay. And then I forget that it can be said bass and mm-hmm. it's uh, different. English is weird. English is tough, man. So weird. Um, this thing has a weird art on it and it's called Heroes Trails. <laughs> oh, sorry. Heroes Trials. Um, Heroes it's coming to PS4 and Vita. There's a cross buy. Cross buys are cool. Um, I think it also has a platinum, which I'm, I'm glad to hear. And it says, after the banishing of the previous defender of your island, the community needs new heroes. The long training of siblings Elia and Zol. I'm going to get back to that in a second. Takes them to the last trials to become the new local guardians. Rising to the top will not be an easy feat. So it caught me there for a second because when, pause, I heard, yeah. when I heard Elia and Zol, my mind jumped to Elia, Elia and Joel. Joel. And I'm just like, mm. yeah. Is that a coincidence? I don't I know. It's they, weird. They don't look like a, a little girl and, a, and an old, rusty old man. No, but this dude's winking. Zol is winking in this. It looks like he's winking in this picture. Yeah, either that or he's being hit. Or on, he's in being the head. hit. I, I one know. of the two. I don't know. There's some magic going on. There's also like a giant wasp-looking creature who's shooting out light or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, this one I'm pretty excited about, and this is actually something I was excited about on the, the Switch, too. Um, it's called Jack Quest, Tale of the Sword, coming out the 24th, so mm-hmm. that is Thursday, I believe. And it's a fast-paced ac- fantasy action platformer with quick combat and steady progression. Jack Quest guides players through a single interconnected world full of secrets, collectible gems, and hidden challenges. This one looks really cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. The, basically, from the sounds of things, you are um, Jack, and he's got this cool-looking big sword and... I guess he, he actually looks like he's got an afro a little bit. Kind of, yeah. Um, big sword, semi-afro. He's got this long red scarf. And it's like a, I think it's like an 8-bit platformer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, where you basically have, your your girlfriend, and I forget what her name is, has been abducted by this Helga. orc. Helga? No, I have no idea. No, no. I think, wait, <laughs> I, I think her name thinking. starts, it's like Nara or something like that. Okay. Um, but I think she's been abducted by this orc. And he's a... Nara. Oh, it is. Yes. Got it. But yeah, so she, she has been abducted. You have to go save her and then you fight like creatures and monsters and bosses along the way. So it looks like a fun, it does look really fun cool. like adventure game kind of thing. I love these retro kind of games. Oh yeah. Yeah. They make them real good. Hmm. And next up we have Realm Royale and it says it's a beta. Yeah. So I'll read it, but you've officially used up your psn drop quota <laughs> you're never getting it again i'll tell them when your full game's released it says be the last champion standing in realm, realm royale choose a class then loot deadly weapons and powerful abilities to create your own champion explore a fantasy world from horseback and craft game changing legendary gear yeah. all right that sounds, that sounds interesting yeah i assume with royale in there it's a battle royale kind yeah. of game but jumping on that royale bandwagon yeah. yeah but i mean they have horses so it's true they're bringing something new to it at least and mm-hmm. if you can i see one guy's got a gun in here and this lady's got a bow so i feel like chicken. that that might be fun there's Bottom. a chicken i don't know what the chicken's doing 
But the next one is probably the one I'm the most excited about this oh, week. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 coming out Friday, the 25th. <laughs> so a deadly virus engulfs the residents of Raccoon City in September of 1998, plunging the city into chaos as flesh-eating zombies roam the streets of for ex- oh sorry, roam the streets for survivors. An unparalleled adrenaline rush, gripping storyline, and unimaginable horrors await you. Witness the return of Resident Evil 2. Your voice dropped a little bit there at the beginning. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Resident Evil 2. That's going to be so good. That's how they're going to say it. Apparently, I was reading um, each person's story or each character. Yeah, yeah. It's like more than 10 hours long. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, there's going to be a lot to do. Oh, good. now since you mentioned that, um, one thing that I did research... Um, so at the end of the trailer in the one-shot demo, there's a confusing oh, thing weird. where you're, you're a tofu, it yeah, looks like, right? The sewers and stuff. So I looked it up. Apparently, this is not just a thing for, like, this new Resident Evil 2 game. Um, this was also a secret character in the original Resident Evil 2. <sighs> and Resident Evil, the Dark Side Chronicles, apparently, as an enemy. Oh, my gosh. So, um... <clears throat> So I'm going to give a little history on it just because I thought it was hilarious. It says that um, in Resident Evil 2, so it was initially conceived and created by Capcom to mm. test the game's collision detection. And Tofu was given its own minigame, the, to- the Tofu Survivor, as a parody of, all capitals, Hunks, the fourth survivor. So to unlock the Tofu scenario, you had to unlock the fourth survivor and clear the game. Yeah, cleared the, the Leon slash claire storyline three times with an a ranking wow yeah and then yeah it says like tofu goes through exactly the same environment that hunk does complete with hunk's cutscene voice and tofu is only armed with a knife and a few herbs but it can take way more damage than human characters and it's starts off white obviously because it's tofu yes but um it changes color when it takes damage so it goes from white to like a blood red when you're Ooh. in the danger zone. And if you get poisoned, it apparently turns dark pink. Interesting. And it, yeah. And it said whenever tofu is attacked, it swears in the Kansai Japanese dialect. And when it's killed, it mutters farewell in Japanese. What the? F- <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more thing in here. Ironically, things don't end up very well for tofu because Hunk is shown eating a part of it aboard the chopper in the ending FMV. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought that was hilarious. I'm just cool. like, man, these are like some super nerdy things that are being like brought back for hardcore Resident Evil just 2 fans. Super cool. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that's why it was randomly put in there at the end. And didn't make any it sense to me. It felt very off. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, what is this? I'm sure people out there who loved Resident Evil 2 were just like, Tofu's back. Oh my back. gosh. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but I thought that was a cool little insertion there. Uh, another little cool insertion that we got is this next game. Which I love the series, Senran oh. Kagura Burst Renewal, Oof. and it's Re Colon Newell. <laughs> so this this game originally came out um, a while ago, but now it's being I think it was the first of the series, and now okay. it's being brought and kind of like HDified, remastered, and whatnot. Um, but um, it says experience the original Senran Kagura Burst like never before. Tackle the classic ninja brawler from a whole new perspective in gorgeous fluid HD with new features and mechanics throughout. Fluid. Oh man, so fluid. I'll be excited. But the last one we have is called Wander Song. This looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a little bit about this. It says um, a musical adventure where you use singing to save the world. 
Play as a silly bard who embarks on a globe-trotting journey to learn about the mysterious Earth song said to prevent the universe's imminent end. It's up to you to sing your songs, unlock the world's secrets, and make new friends. Yeah. I think I heard something about. I think this. I think Wander Song appeared in a story recently, maybe like a week or two ago. About it was on Steam, and then I think got pushed into the category of games that were kind of like flagged by Steam for not being games or something. And it was obviously inappropriately. Yeah. But inappropriately flagged. But yeah, it was it was a weird little thing, and I think they're probably gonna be fine but i saw yeah now that it's coming to ps4 i'm like oh, okay now i can check it out to see what it's about i forgot where i saw this i saw the video of it or the trailer for it somewhere but i can't remember yeah okay it looks really cool yeah it does look pretty cool but if i thought man all those playstation games sound so boring and hate them all i just want to play something else that's not my ps4 where would i go to find some cool switch games you would go to the weekly nintendo switch picks heck yeah the funny thing about it is though I have four games. Oh, okay. And three of those four games you mentioned. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> which I'm not surprised by. Yeah. So I'll just run past those really quick. The first one, coming out the 22nd, um, originally price point $20, but now is on sale for fifteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Is at Sundown, Shots in the Dark. Yeah, yeah. Won't go into details. You explained it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Second one, which you also mentioned, coming out the 22nd, is price point $20, Future Grind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Third one is the one that's actually. Let me see. Yeah, the I'll do that one last. Third mm-hmm. one, coming on the twenty fourth. Price point of nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Jack Quest, the Tale of the Sword. Yeah, yeah. You talked about that, and my last one, which is one you did not mention, mm-hmm. comes out on the twenty fourth. Originally twelve ninety nine, but now it's on sale for eleven sixty nine. So odd, weird. Okay. Odd sale price. Yeah. What is that, like 10%? Maybe. Maybe. I don't even know. (laughs) And I'm going to say the name wrong, probably. Piku Niku. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that. I'll read the description. Piku Niku is an absurdly wonderful puzzle exploration game that takes place in a strange but playful world where not everything is is as happy as it seems. Help peculiar characters overcome i don't know that word was so hard to say (laughs) overcome struggles uncover a deep state conspiracy and start a fun little revolution in this delightfully dystopian adventure interesting it reminds me a lot of a it has like a very like um kid-friendly art feel to like a storybook kind of thing yeah yeah it also reminds me of this game that i saw jack septica play where you're like a jelly thing and the world's like all jelly this platform you can bounce on things and uh, I forgot what it was called, and it's gonna bother me. Is that like the um, the local Roco games? No, Not it's it's similar to that, which I can. That's a good comparison too. Mm. But I'll I'll remember the game some other time. But no, right, this right. it looks really cool. Very nice, happy, fun game. Mm, if yeah. you like, there's a specific like um, uh, like children's universe storybook thing that looks like these games and i can't remember what it is hmm. but it looks like that artwork style right and there's like little things with like they're they're like different shapes so like um i think one of them is like a i'm gonna forget the there's like colors and shapes right but like i think one of them is like a dude with he's like a red i think red circle or something and he's hmm. like always smiley and then there's like a 
triangle dude and like a square dude and some of them wear like top hats and stuff and that's interesting it was i forget the names of those things it was a long time ago that i See, we have comparisons those. for both of these things we can't think of it. <laughs> yeah it's just too long ago I'm just, yeah. yeah i don't know but, but you know it looks cool it's yeah it's, yeah especially it, it, it sounds interesting when you talked about it yeah and yeah, those are my four picks this week. Okay, okay. That you mentioned mostly all of them. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting them to be yeah, on, I the, didn't on the PSN drop. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because usually I'm used to a whole bunch of games that are not coming to the PS4 Before and stuff. Only to the Switch. Yeah, only to the Switch. And I was like, oh, great. Well, a bunch of these games that I'll probably never get to try because I don't have the money to buy all these things when I want them. But Or because they don't have trophies. That's true, buy. too. <laughs> Because then I'm always just holding out, and I'm like, you're going to come to the PS4 yes. eventually. Yes, Like, you're not going to ignore the 91.6 million people on the PS4. <laughs> That's a lot of money to be That made, is a lot man. of money. But, okay, so so some of those were ones that I already had on there as well. Um, At Sundown, um, Jack Quest. And the last one coming out on the 24th is called um, Le Grand Legacy, Tale of the Fate Bounds oh. by another indie studio which is the name of their studio, which I think is great. That is pretty cool. Um, so it says that um, Le Grand Legacy is a love letter to all our to our all-time favorite JRPGs with a fresh take on classic turn-based combat and tactics. So it's, let's see. I'm trying to decide if I want to just read it. Yeah, I'll just read it. It says, Welcome to Le Grand, a beautifully hand-drawn world riddled with curious creatures, devastating wars, and intriguing tales of vengeance and redemption. <gasps> Embark on an epic adventure through this sprawling fantasy universe and fight alongside the fate bounds as they attempt to bring peace to Legrand. But be careful who you trust because everyone has a secret to hide. So it seemed like a a pretty cool looking thing. It's going to be, it's 20% off for pre-purchase. I don't know how long that goes on for. It says it ends on the 24th, so it probably is just pre-purchase stuff. It looks cool from the pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it says it's got, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, turn-based combat. Um, it says tactical warfare scenarios. I don't know how much of the tactics actually comes into play. Right. Because it doesn't look... I'm not seeing any areas where it's, like, screens of, like, blocks that you see in, like, traditional tactical SRPGs kind yes. of stuff. So it might be it might be something that that would be a little bit more in your interest. Maybe. Maybe. maybe we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. But yeah, I think it looks cool though. I th- I feel like I think I saw this at PAX West, um, like briefly. I don't think I got to like sit down and and try it out. Mm-hmm. But it seemed interesting, and it had a pretty decent sized booth in the. They have like a indie section basically. Oh. So I was like, oh okay. Now now that I see, I re- I remembered Le Grand Legacy. I don't think I saw the whole like colon blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it seems Oops. it seems like a pretty cool Definitely. thing to check out. Twenty. 20 bucks original price on the switch yeah so. yeah so 16 bucks if you get it before the 24th which is not too bad not bad yeah, yeah. but um we're gonna move straight from there into to the corner the corner man that's a that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird little thing there i don't i don't know how i feel about introducing it to that the corner way. we're going to the corner kids <laughs> your time out time but um uh, so this week in the nic um i have a game that does not have a set release date yet. Okay. And I don't think all of them that I've had have had d- dates. Um, but this one also doesn't even have confirmed consoles yet. Ooh. So, it's called Katana Zero. Have you heard of this game? Yes. Yeah. There was an article on Kotaku about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, Katana Zero got the writer of the article into John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I think I read something similar. Yeah. So so I was reading about that. And I, I forget if I read that on Kotaku or 
um, Polygon is one of the two. But yeah, so it was, it was talking and comparing it to John Wick, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I watched some of it, and I was like, man, this is my this is my jam. Have you so, side note, have you ever yeah. seen John Wick? No, I haven't seen. Oh, it. The first two are amazing. I've heard they're amazing, and the third one has just released a trailer, and oh my god, <laughs> boner! Oh jeez, let's just say it straight up, boner! Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, so this game is by um, a company called ASCIIsoft, um, and it's coming out apparently in March of this year. No like hard date, and they say it's coming to PC and consoles. The consoles have been unannounced. Mm. I'm not sure if it's just one console or if it's all the consoles or some of the consoles. We have no idea. But um, if it's only coming to one, I'm going to assume it's probably coming to the Switch yeah, because that's, that's been like the trend nowadays. Oh, it's an adult swim game. Oh, is it? At the end of this trailer, it says, a, you said a skill soft? Yeah, uh, ASCII soft. ASCII soft, and then adult swim games is right next to it. Oh, okay. I wonder if... So like... That's awesome. Because I don't think it's not a. This isn't like a Adult Swim show, right? No. I think Adult Swim has. They so. must have a publishing arm now that yeah. puts out a bunch of. Yeah, it's a separate thing. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like most of the time. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, these things are not Adult Swim shows. No. That really makes sense. But um, yeah. So the article I was reading about it um is kind of what got me interested in the game. So this game kind of takes um, f- I guess like um ideas and like. Uh, gameplay mechanics a little bit from Hotline Miami mm. in the sense that every time you get hit, it's lethal. Um, but there's also things like you kind of mentioned in um, uh, Westerado Double Barreled. There's um, interruptible dialogue. So, so people cool. can be having conversations and stuff and then you pop out of nowhere and just like, so sing, sing, and you just like slice them in half and whatnot. Um, and your character is called the Dragon. Ooh. Right, I think he's an assassin slash samurai or ronin kind of person. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently your character can see into the future. So the way that the game works, right, and I think that's how they were tying it to John Wick. Because he can... So so John Wick, like... He knows, like, for some reason Yeah, it's like he, why. for some reason, knows where, like, people are coming from it's and stuff. It's the chore- choreography. Yeah. They were saying an article, but it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that, so that makes sense for, for it in a movie, right? Because mm-hmm. things are choreographed. And if you don't look at it too hard, then... It just looks like he's amazing and stuff. But um, within the game, though, um, apparently because he can, because the dragon can see the future, when you die, things rewind, and then it's as if he was looking into the future if he took a certain route of actions and oh. saw his own death, and then he goes back to before it all happened and does it a different way oh, to progress really through the levels. Cool. So when you finally do finish a level... It's because you've seen all these possible death situations and avoided them all to finish everything. That's cool. Yeah, and I, I heard that, and I was like, oh, this sounds super up my alley, man. <laughs> but um, I'm super excited for this game just from – and, like, that was that was even without watching the trailer of mm-hmm. the stuff. And then I, I think after reading the story, I watched the trailer without, like, sound because I didn't have my headphones in. Right. But I was just like, oh, man, this game looks real fluid and, like, fast and mm-hmm. fun. I'm just like, ugh. It's got that neon-esque. Yeah, like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and then um, there's there's cool mechanics in there um, for people who are, like, wondering, like, oh, man, like, if I'm going to die from, like, one hit every time, like, this is going to be real hard. Um, there's also mechanics in there where you can, I think, um, I don't think you can use it all the time, but you can slow down time at certain parts. And maybe it's like after 
you kill somebody, then you get the ability to slow down time until you've used it and then have to get somebody else. But um, when you slow down time, you can kind of like plan things out a bit better. And then you can also use your sword to, I think, um, reflect bullets back at people and like pick up objects within the game and throw them at like enemies and stuff to like knock them off balance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's it reminds me a lot of like the Hotline, Hotline Miami thing, except this is um, 2D rather than top down. Right. And the, the scenes and whatnot look gorgeous like this throughout the game so in the good. trailer. So I'm I'm pretty excited to, oh, yeah. to see how this one turns out, especially so. after like seeing some of the the games that I've kind of mentioned in the the indie corner have kind of gotten like middling um, reception and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. I think um, Vane that I talked about last week. Oh, the crow. Yeah, it sounds Never. like it's it's kind of just like okay. Okay. I'm just like ah, eh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I think it sounds like um, kind of bad controlling and slash cameras uh, was the the fate of the game a little bit. That's unfortunate. Which is very reminiscent of kind of the reason why the the last guardian yep. was kind of even the shadow colossus the camera and all mm-hmm. that stuff was a problem yeah so sounds like those those things still plagued the these games and stuff mm-hmm. from similar developers but yeah i think i think it's it's pretty cool that these like crazy games are just finding audiences and stuff and then just slowly kind of working their way out mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah. do you know who also has a massive audience Oh man, I I doubt that, but oh, oh you'd be <laughs> I down. don't doubt it. I'm sure he does, and I just hate it. This is Sonic's uh, super fast minute. <laughs> so now this one, this one is more so for people listening because you already know this. Oh okay. okay. You, you, I hope you remember this. Okay. Because it was it's it was, something you've told me before, I or assume. you've seen before. Oh, okay. It's an important moment in our lives. He loves chili dogs. He does. Sonic super fast minute over. <laughs> But that's not a, that's not a secret fact or a fun fact. Everyone knows that. Oh, okay. Okay, here you go. Sonic has shown up in a number of cartoons, TV shows, and comics, uh-huh. but perhaps his strange appearance happened in the Sonic Underground animated series, which depicted the Blue Hedgehog as the lead singer of his own band. Oh God! Do you yeah. remember this? It was I'm, on Netflix. I remember this because you watched part of it, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Weirder still. Still. That version of Sonic wore a medallion that could transform into a laser-shooting guitar. Did he really? Yeah. I missed that. Apparently later in the episode, he, his grandfather gives him one. Oh, okay. It's safe to say that never turned up in the games, but apparently an early backstory for the concept of Sonic saw him, a lead, saw him lead a rock band of other animals, and the other animals were his twins. Wait. Oh, you're talking about in the band? Yeah. Gotcha. They sorry. were all siblings. Mm-hmm. And he was apparently, they were all apparently the, I was gonna the, say they're, they're, the children of like a princess kind of oh, thing. okay, because I was going to say, there's three of them, so yep. they'd have to be triplets then, right? I said twins, didn't I? Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I, I, didn't, know if, I didn't know if in the lore it called oh. them twins, and I was like, that's clearly no, yeah, no, not no. the crazy. That, that was just me, that was oh, just okay, me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But oh we gosh, watched, Sonic. I watched like an yeah. episode <laughs> and a half. Mm-hmm. It was so, so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. And that's a that's a rare occurrence coming from you. There's something Sonic related is bad. <laughs> it's almost it was almost so bad that I wanted to continue watching it, but oh I didn't. God, yeah, I'm glad thankfully. you did. Jeez. But yeah, that's a little. If you guys want to watch it, it's on Netflix. You see, is I think it still on Netflix? It might still be on Netflix. I okay. haven't checked. Since. I'm gonna say they might have just taken it off immediately because they saw how bad it was it's doing. True. So. Just go online and stream it somewhere. Oh, Sonic Underground. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh, can't even handle these Sonic things. 
But that is what we have for you guys this week on the Bros and Consoles podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments, feedback, feel free to email in at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. All world. All, wait, what's all, all All spelled out. One word. I tried to. <laughs> I hate it when my brain combines things that yeah. I'm trying to like say in order. And then it's just like I say something that's just like a word vomit. No. I don't like it. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, yeah but if you guys have any things you want to write in about things you you think we're totally wrong about or that you have a, another perspective on that then we'd love to hear it because mm-hmm. that's what this Letting is all about you know? just talking talking to people having conversations making discussions happen there you go but yeah we will see you guys next week and thanks for tuning in peace peace out <laughs>